0: Well, you hear me talking about it week in, week out. I love a certain show on FX. Of course, I'm always talking about Legion. Guess who I got to watch it? A little Troy to the max. And as always, we have not spoiled, or he has not spoiled how he feels about it. So just in case, brought a little backup who also likes the show. A little female voice. We'll get to her later. All in this and more... On a very mind-blowing edition of the review review
1: psychedelic man <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the review review, a show where two small town dudes, and today another small town guest bring you our big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm JT3K <laughs> from the future. <laughs> and returning. From the last time she was on the show was... I wasn't even here. (laughs) Oh, That's true. (laughs) You called me. That is true. We called you in on the phones, and it was a great time. Awesome Strack is back on the program. Congratulations. Thank you for coming back.
2: Well, thank you for having me back again. (laughs) Thank you for being... No substitute for the Joel, but... I think I did an all right job that time.
1: You did. It was good. It was a good
0: show. I think it talked about whale sex or something. (laughs) (laughs) Typical me. That's all I remember from it.
1: Uh, From that episode, check it out. Probably episode, like, before Before, 20. Yeah. It was an early, early one. Very early. Yeah, so check it out if you can. First, you should check out what's happening in the news this week. Well, first we're gonna be talking about
0: Legion. <laughs> oh yeah! Did we not say that yet? Oh, I said it in the in the stinger. In the stinger, right up front, talking about Legion. Talking about Legion. What FX do we think?
1: Check it out. Just had
0: the the pr- <laughs> uh, finale this past week. Yep.
2: Already in show hole.
0: <laughs> oh, oh no! no. <laughs> She's show holing. <laughs> Don't know
2: what to do with my life. Uh... I had to put away my sharp instruments. That is
1: always such a I thought like a weird. Term a show hole, show hole, like not
2: typically something you want.
1: (laughs) It's not anything I ever once said to me. (laughs)
0: That's
2: (laughs) terrifying.
0: (laughs) It's a real thing, though. There are some times where I'll get so much into a show where I just i don't know what to do with myself. I know, Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like walk around like. What do I do for like nine months? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. These people I learned to care about are no longer with us. Yeah, they're not here. I have nothing else
1: to look forward to every week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to sit and stare at my TV until it comes back on. Yeah. As you know, we do not do that. We're always on the hip and fresh, JT. We're always digging up that new content (laughs) for you to ingest through your eyeball holes. Starting with the newest of new content, JT. I don't know if I told you this. I didn't. That there's a lot of stuff being premiered on different platforms, and I'm telling you right now... What
0: the... What?
1: (laughs) Invader Zim! Ever heard of him? Watch him? I've heard of him. Not watched him.
0: What?
1: Invader Zim, a Cartoon Network staple back about maybe ten years ago at this point now? Yeah. Coming back, JT. Nostalgia is in full effect. Once again, Invader Zim coming back. A lot of those nostalgic things coming back. I think Samurai Jack's coming back, too. It already is back, baby. Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Apparently it's back and better than ever, JT. I've heard it's really good. Me, too. Never seen an episode of it. I have not either.
2: Disappointment.
1: Have you seen all of it? I saw
2: all of the first original. I've not seen any of the new, if they are new episodes. They are new episodes. But no, I have not seen the new ones yet. I
1: guess the new ones are grittier and more adult. Oh, Aged wow. with the crowd, I guess. Yeah. Smart thing? Yes. Sweet. Like they have like blood and everything in it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, apparently they fought robots before, so they couldn't show blood. Yeah. Also Cartoon Network. Vader Zim still talking about that. Maybe not as much blood. <laughs> Maybe it's geared more for kids. Still great, though creator of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac the comic. Is also that, made for kids. <laughs> not so much for kids. Less kids. Uh, so yeah, Invader Zim coming back if you're into that. Check it out sometime. The teaser, all it did was have, it said, coming soon. Don't know when. Like, it, that's what, almost exactly what it says. You excited JT? Yeah, you were at room temperature excitement. <laughs> <laughs> uh coming soon to Netflix. Uh Netflix ordered the series of unfortunate events through season 3. Oh shit. Not just a season 2 also a season 3. Did you check any of that stuff out? No, heard it was, was decent. I've heard
0: yeah, decent things about it. Well,
1: there's like 3 books, isn't there? I think there's more than that, even. Well, I don't know. I Me mean, neither. Never read them. Never <laughs> watched it. Didn't even see this lemony snicket's one. With I Jim think Carrey. Molly said Movie. she watched yeah. the. Yikes. Molly said
0: she watched the first episode and she said it was too depressing. Oh no. And I was like, all right, well, even with NPH. I know. You think he would liven it up a little bit? He, he's got some dramatic chops, though. Mm-hmm. He goes deep. He does.
1: Can sing a song. Oh yeah. He can touch your very core. <laughs> With his golden angelic voice. He can. Um, this is very exciting for myself. Oh, okay. So i <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, the huge duo that's just like. Oh, yeah, I read about this. Have hits left and right. Now, nowadays with like, they got Preacher, they had Sausage Party, they had, uh, uh, something else. I was going to say Green Hornet, but I knew it wasn't a hit. (laughs) This is the end? I I am. This is the end. Thank you. Thank you very much. They are going to be making a invincible live action movie. I know you're a big fan of that. Through Universal Pictures. I am a huge fan of that. Oh, they're making
0: a movie? Yeah. It's live action. I didn't know if it was going to be
1: a movie or a show. Uh... Uh, Yeah, apparently a live-action movie through Universal Pictures. I am stoked, even though I would... I think the best version of this should have been an animated movie. Because in live, I think it would translate better through that rather than be live-action. Because, like, just the campiness of the book itself makes it kind of hard to take in if if a real person is telling you... People want that live action, babe. <laughs> I know they do. I know they People do, want that live it. action. But, like, just for instance, there's two characters in it that their powers are to, like, make replicas of themselves. And they're twins. And their names are multi Paul and duplicate. And so, just hearing, like, the goofy, like, superhero names with that is just... I want to see the tone that they're going to play okay. with this. Because it does get... Cut, the, from what I've heard from
0: you and dave talking about it. it does take a pretty dark turn at one point
1: yeah well it starts really light and it plays on all the tropes of superhero comics and all that stuff and makes yeah. fun of it and all that stuff and then it just like progressively gets more a little more serious and really violent like <laughs> really violent like super bloody like invincible <laughs> at one point headbutts a man to death and, like, God. just gets up, and he's just covered in blood, and, like, his arm's broken, and his bone's sticking out, and all that shit. Jesus. It's great. <laughs> it's a great book. Well, in a way, that almost kind of reminds me of Sausage Party. How, like,
0: <laughs> how it does kind of, like, start out as, like, a really campy little kids, like, movie, and then, like, slowly divulges into this, like,
1: very horrible... Yeah. <laughs> NC-17. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, but then again, that's animated. Yeah. So it's got that, like, leeway it can play with, you know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I, nonetheless, am excited for that news. Also, JT, uh, Marvel has been hitting it out of the park with their movies, Sometimes they're Netflix stuff, and Agents of Seal, S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> I guess, is solid. Of, most of the time with their Netflix stuff. <laughs> so, But now I'm hearing more stuff come to the forefront on this platform called Freeform, which I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Does anyone there have Freeform? It's like a streaming platform. No, I don't no. care. But they have two series coming to that. Okay. The first one, Cloak and Dagger, we brought it up like... Weeks ago, yeah, that's coming winter of 2018. Okay, another w- series has just been announced today featuring the New Warriors and Squirrel Girl, yeah, <laughs> and that will be a 10 episode, 30 minute uh, episodes live action comedy about the New Warriors, a band of misfits strung together to fight crimes or whatever. Catching on free form. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> I don't even have do internet. E- <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I'm in trouble here. I don't even know where to get this. I want to check my Roku to see if it even has an, an option for a probably streaming does. channel. I probably does. I don't...
2: Coming to you AOL Freeform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm no
1: am kidding. Get your AOL disc in the mail to watch this. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need 30 I more so minutes. Like... My God. but I need, I need another free trial. <laughs> no kidding. I need another... <laughs> whatever. But here's the synopsis. For the New Warriors, if you're interested, JT. If you're not, I'm just going to read it to you anyway, because the readers probably like it. (laughs) New Warriors revolves around six young people with powers, living and working together with powers and abilities of the opposite end of the spectrum of the Avengers. The New Warriors want to make a difference in the world, even if the world isn't ready. With Freeform focused on a group dubbed Becomers... These ex- those experiencing a f- series of firsts in life, including a first love's first jobs. New Warriors explores the journey into adulthood, except in this world, they're not quite super and not yet heroes. And the guys can be as terrifying as bad dates. Sounds it sounds not like it's good. Sh- it sounds like it sucks. <laughs> it doesn't sound really promising it sounds whatsoever. Like the
2: Goonies, two thousand
1: eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this is really supposed to wacky
2: be. group of kids,
1: <laughs> but they. That sounds kind of like the runaways what they're trying to do on Hulu or Amazon or whatever that that's also a Marvel thing. It's like they're just putting everything on the table before this bubble bursts. I know. <laughs> Inflating yeah. it as big feel, as they yeah. can. Cuz I feel like I I think people turning against
0: it's going to happen like I'm pretty sure, like once Infinity War is done with, it, there's going to be a huge decline in comic book stuff. They're going to nickel so back too. the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah. <Is that> what <laughs> <people be> like, <laughs> All right. I think we saw pretty much like as good as it gets. I, I'm I can I can be
1: good with this for a while. Yeah. Unless the end of Infinity War two surprises me completely, that's where I'm even going to probably fall off the train. <laughs> yeah. And this is my bread and butter.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: this is what I love. I know. So. I, f- I I feel more sorry for you. <laughs> Well, thank you. I guess <laughs> it's a sad, sad thank you. Uh, moving on with, from that, uh, Michael Bay. Did you hear this, JT? Drop it on me. Says there is not only a Bumblebee spinoff movie in the works. Oh yeah, I but fourteen more Transformers films possibly that could be in production. Jesus, a land before
2: Transformer time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: fourteen, like. He didn't just say a lot or a few. He said exactly the number 14, which I hope is he divulges disturbing. More. I hope he divulges <laughs> more into
0: the Transformers that are racial stereotypes
1: in one of them. <laughs> yeah, so they just stop making them altogether. together? <laughs> yeah. People just hate-watch the yeah. movie? It just uh, becomes,
0: Transformers just becomes the new Ghost in the Shell, where it's like, oh, you're kind of being horrible towards a certain group of people. Let's not watch you. <laughs> uh,
1: 14. Christ. I wish I could say we'd be dead by then, but we won't. No.
2: Are they gonna? Are they on track to outpace the Fast and the Furious by no, like twenty twenty? No, because Fast and the
1: Furious—they're at eight. <laughs> they Fast and Furious will always be ahead until they stop making them. Yeah. Whenever that was gonna be, whenever they stop making money, I guess, and they just keep making more as they like go. Like the Fast along. and
0: the Furious guy is like trying to um, one up. Was like, we're planning on doing fifteen more.
1: It's
2: <laughs> just a fifteen match between the two of them. Oh, really? We'll up you to
3: twenty-seven.
0: And then out of nowhere, they just they just meld into each other. Ugh.
1: Where Vin Diesel's riding a robot. Oh my! That would make that'd be awesome for yeah. Fast and the Furious. Terrible for Transformers. <laughs>
0: What? I How could it get more 15?
1: worse for Transformers? Right. <laughs> I feel like it could get worse. I don't know. I haven't seen the last two, three. Which one is this? The I think next like five. 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 Yeah. I don't think I've seen. They're the terrible. Old one. They need. They they need like Fast and the Furious. I bought the old collection awful. for
2: seven dollars at Walmart. Oh, it's already in anything. the
1: bin. Yes, it's in the bin already. All, so all bad. Five. Oh my god! I
0: almost kind of want to watch the last one just because of Mark Wahlberg. That's yeah. it. And
1: that's yeah. I, he's not even a draw for me.
0: Tell me some Mark Wahlberg. We just found a transformer. I <laughs> think we just found a
1: transformer. Yeah. How's uh, your mother? See <laughs> how your mother for me. Uh, JT Power Rangers. We reviewed it last week, right? Yep. <laughs> All these weeks are blending together. Doesn't yeah. matter anymore. Yes. Uh and uh, sequels have been in talks but not quite yet confirmed now i'm not saying that it's a sure thing but china just greenlit the film to actually premiere in china because they weren't going to show it because of there was the gay character in it so they were oh, they were blackballing it of course but they have agreed to air power rangers in china uncut just blur out the gay character <laughs> yeah they're just gonna <laughs> fast forward it real yeah. quick through that oh my gosh she's in trouble let's save beep. <laughs> <laughs> but even then like it's ambiguous in the movie they don't say exactly yeah. yes she is so it's I think she brings up that
0: she had a girlfriend or something that's it not
1: even like the, the zach said around the campfires like boyfriend troubles you could say that girlfriend troubles and then like dot 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 no real definitive answer <laughs> so anyway, China will be showing it that means big things for that movie Jt China's the second biggest movie market in the world behind the good old u s of a and it is also premiering in South Korea and Japan and love those big robots yeah of they course know. it's so. <laughs> It's so weird, though, that when it's coming out in those countries, South Korea's coming out on 420. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's debuting in China on May 12th, which is a month after that, and then Japan two months after that. So on, like, July, when it's already, like, been out of theaters for, like, three months already. They don't know that? I guarantee you they have the internet and do know that. (laughs) So they just pirated it? I bet they do at this point. God damn it, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get those Why would come on? Going. I'm surprised it didn't air in Japan because it's like a Japanese it's got Saban's name already on it. But <laughs> gay. <laughs> oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. But aren't Japanese people okay with like lady boys and stuff like that? Isn't that a thing?
2: They're mildly okay with that. See? Not, yeah. Japan like Japan is a very pent up
0: country. They're That's very it. pent up. That's just true. Eh? Is this true? 100%. Oh, they're super pent up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is I a have... country that hires prostitutes to just cuddle them and say you're pretty. Awesome. Also... over here is my <laughs> Japanese liaison. So I'm just... Cat cafes. <laughs> hot
2: pots. It's all there.
0: I like laid all in right. bed and watched like the, the No Reservations episode of Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where like he just too. goes and just everyone just seems so pent up on everything. It just Everyone's
1: just a... a, a pent-up ball of sexual frustration. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sounds horrible. Well, typically,
2: like they work... men to women, seven to, like, one. <laughs> yeah. So... Oh,
1: God. <laughs>
0: like, all the... Everyone works, like, 16-hour days and then just spends their night drinking at a bar <laughs> and then just go to work from there. I don't think any of them sleep.
2: <laughs> and the kids go to, like, school three times a day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not even this kidding. is why America's losing, people! <laughs> uh... <laughs> More news on premiering. I am still on this train, JT. Jesus. Uh, It was dropped in a radio interview with Charlie Cox, the titular Daredevil, and Netflix's Daredevil, that Daredevil (laughs) will possibly get... Is this about Daredevil? It is. Uh, Daredevil is to begin Mm -hmm. filming later this year. That's yeah. a surprise to everyone to hear. So we'll probably premiere in 2018. I heard Jessica Jones season two is
0: also filming this year sometime. Oh yes. my word! Yeah,
2: I need the internet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you do need that internet to catch Daredevil coming 2018. And you can also purchase Daredevil season one now in stores. Mm. Netflix dropped that (laughs) 18-month, like, restriction from all DVD and Blu-ray sales. So that is it. But you're probably waiting for that, Jessica I am.
2: I am, like, on bated breath because Blake (laughs) won't let me use any more of our internet gigs on the phone (laughs) or downloads of any kind.
1: (laughs) He's put his big hairy foot down, huh? Very hairy. Very hairy foot. That's all of my premiere info. On its way out, JT... Walking Dead Season 7 just had its season. Watched it. Finale. You did? Did watch it. More on that later? Sure. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Uh, By sure, I mean yes. Great. Uh, Walking Dead Season season 7 ratings at an all time low. It's been like going down steadily the whole season. Yeah. Since the premiere. Yeah. I can tell you. The uh, finale had 11.3 million viewers, which is still a lot. Yeah. Because it is the most watched, like one of the most watched shows on television. Mm -hmm. And that's down 20% from last year's finale. Yeah. And that is even added to the 10% drop that season six had from season five. So it's steadily just digressing until oh, yeah. it just isn't going to be a show anymore.
0: Pretty much. I'm hoping that they're on the verge of ending
1: it. Yeah. yeah. They have interesting things to come, but like, still yeah. the show just doesn't have the same pace yeah. as what its source material does. And it's like makes it hard to watch sometimes.
0: Yeah. And it, <laughs> I don't even care if they don't focus like 100% on the source material. It's just that I feel like A lot of their seasons, they try and squeeze a lot out of a very little.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only thing, like, I'm not saying they have to stick, like, so close to the source material that's exactly the same. No. I like that they've differentiated stuff. Because it doesn't make it interesting. I just know there is interesting things coming. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want it to not be on TV yeah. this I like this
0: like there are some cool stuff, stuff that they do up. like they do make some of the members of the group like actual turncoats and like join Negan and like uh, they do like random stuff like that so it's like to see these certain characters that you've read in the book like actually doing different things and like they still kind of make it make sense like that's cool but it's like you don't need 16 episodes <laughs> right. of that shit <laughs> Because it was pretty much 16 episodes leading up
1: to the first battle. Ugh. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a slow build. <laughs> Real slow burn. Yeah,
0: borderline non-existent build. It was just... Built
1: to a simmer? <laughs> yeah, they didn't really do much. I mean, I don't know. Well, I'll get into it. We'll get into it later, JT. Two small things. Patty Jenkins was... Uh, to direct Thor 2, The Dark World, for Marvel Studios until she dropped out due to creative differences, I believe, what it was. and Because she wanted to make a good movie? <laughs> quite possibly. <laughs> I don't hate Thor 2, it's just not as exciting. It's the one of the weakest entries, I want to say. Okay, we'll agree on that. They did have a cool twist at the end, like with uh, Loki impersonating um, Thor, was it? And then no, pretend- it was Odin. Oh, yeah. Well, like, they did, like, the whole, like, f- pretended to cut off Thor's hand and all that kind of stuff that I was like, oh, shit, where's this going? The whole end of it I kind of liked quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying <laughs> is when Kenneth Branagh took over, Patty Jenkins moved on to something else. And she moved on to Wonder Woman, ladies and gentlemen. And she said that the ideas that she had for Thor 2, she is going to incorporate in Wonder Woman. So if you think about it, they're almost the same kind of things: mythological beings being super strong on normal Earth, now taking names and kicking butts. Question mark? Excited for Wonder Woman, (laughs) JT Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm pumped for Wonder Woman.
1: (laughs) I am kind of pumped for Wonder Woman. I am curious. Because of the current slate of DC films that have come out.
2: I'll give you that.
1: Haven't been strong. Yeah. But, we'll see. Surprise me. Surprise me. We'll see. Uh, Last bit of news we brought up last week. Your crackpot theory of Tony Stark being uh, the, quote, Uncle Ben figure in Spider-Man's life. Read today that there will be an Uncle Ben in Homecoming, but... They may not cast an actor for it. They may just bring it up that that already happened in the past, not to dip the story into a low point of Spider-Man, then have to ramp up the fun once again. Okay, so it's going to be dumb. Okay. (laughs) I actually prefer this. I don't like it. Why? Because
0: it's the same shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're not showing it.
0: Yeah, but it's the same it's the same story over and over again. I, I would like a little bit of a twist on the
1: story. Well, I brought it up last week, I guaranteed you they weren't gonna do that of your Tony Stark idea, because it'd be okay. too much of a departure. Well
0: let's let's watch the same thing that happened for a third time then.
2: <laughs> well it worked for Batman. I don't know how many times I had to see his parents get killed in that alleyway.
1: How Did it work movies? again? Did it really work that third time? Did it really work? <laughs> Uh oh, Well, actually, last bit of news I have. Did you see that Pepsi took down the Kendall Jenner ad that uh, was around the internet yesterday or the other day before? Why? Because she dropped Because t-go? it was controversial because apparently Pepsi uh, stops racism. <laughs> did you see the whole ad? I did not. Well, it's this is what it starts off. Kendall Jenner is modeling, and then she sees a protest walk by, and it's just an undisclosed protest. You don't know what it is. People are just holding up signs of a heart and peace sign or whatever. And then they are marching up to a line of police, and she walks by, grabs a Pepsi, hands it to a policeman, and he smiles and drinks it. And then it says, Pepsi, enjoy Pepsi, or something. Apparently, they had no black people in the writer's room when they yeah. made up this Pepsi ad. So, Pepsi yanked it so immediately. there you go, black people. Just carry Pepsi on you. <laughs> but it's like the number one thing trending on Twitter yesterday and close to today, too. So, you should check it out. It is quite funny.
0: I love when dumb people try to make a statement.
1: Yeah, especially when one of them is Kendall Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> Pepsi, misstep. Because you
0: know, she was all about it, too. She was like, oh, yes. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be the face, racism. Yeah. I'm gonna be the face of ending prejudice with Pepsi.
1: <laughs> I saw a tweet about it. One of them said, "Like, I think this is actually secretly a Coke ad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Kendall Jenner does strike me as one of those people where she's like, "I want to take a stand, but I also want to get paid for it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, anyway. I'm gonna make a social statement. Who, who's going to be my sponsor for it? <laughs>
2: so she's NASCAR Is just added yeah. to
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> A little skunk of consumer
0: ads. In the name of GoDaddy.com, stop, stop making black people feel unwanted.
1: Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah. So, smartest thing Pepsi probably has done in the last day is to take down that ad. Well, probably the dumbest
0: thing they've ever done was make the ad. Well, I said that's so, why this is the go. smartest thing they've done in a day. <laughs> is do in that. a day, but <laughs> well, that's all I have. Smartest PT. split decision they've ever made. <laughs> that's right. Okay, um, uh, Troy, American Ninja Warrior. Yes, yes. Uh, catch every once in a while on NBC, entertaining stuff. Apparently, they're going to be doing a. Celebrity what? edition of what? American Ninja Warrior. Sweet. They put up a few names today, but I only could pick out three of them that uh, stuck out to me, including <laughs> Mina Savari. Okay. Is going to be on there. Uh, comedian Nikki Glazer is supposed okay. to be one of them. And here's one that I think is going to be your favorite, Troy. <laughs> Stephen Amell.
1: Arrow <laughs> himself. The arrow
0: himself is going to be running that
1: American Ninja Warrior obstacle course. Right on, man. I do not think anybody else has a chance except for Steven Amell from the choices that you've given me. I don't even think he might have a chance. <laughs> His stunt double might. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he only has to get those abs at least once in an like in a season and then he yeah. can just have a shirt on the rest of it, so. That's true. Why isn't
2: Chuck Norris at like the top of this list?
1: Is what <laughs> because he's know. at the top of the tower, and you yeah. have to fight him to get the flag or whatever. Fair, it is. fair. <laughs> well, he
0: is gonna be—he's—he's he's gonna be the one that tests it to make sure that it's, make sure that it's human level, right? Good. Like, like, oh well, I only had a little bit of a sweat, so yeah. you could, might be able to I did use it. In
2: negative two, two minutes, so you guys yeah. should
0: be good. Uh, Troy, yeah. There's going to be a team-up from the past. Oh, we got my. Tim Burton and Michael Keaton coming yes. back together Beetlejuice again. Beetlejuice
1: too. No. Oh, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Michael Keaton is going to be playing the villain yeah. in the live-action Dumbo.
1: I got there before he even said it. Confused. Is there a villain in Dumbo? Yes. I don't know. Like, a, What is it? evil the ring clown.
2: the ringmaster clown there you
1: go is that the one that steals the kids
0: no gonna like hit no, him with no. a stick and be yeah. like you
2: got big ears <laughs> jump and dance for me little elephant wow. <laughs> take he you pl- away from your mama who is mrs jumbo by the way <laughs> <A little salty. laughs>
1: who uh is that a big part in the whole movie doesn't they get away from that he quickly. keeps
2: Dumbo away from his mom. That's the whole premise of the movie. So oh. he's got a fly the to Ringmaster find her. did this to him.
1: Granted, I haven't seen this movie in maybe twenty years, yeah. so I could be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm not against it, but I have still no idea what to expect for Tim Burton's Dumbo. <laughs>
0: Or, you know, Will Smith's supposed to be in it. Right.
1: What? Yeah, Will yeah. Smith is
0: supposed to be in it, and Colin Farrell. Yeah. Please. And Don't Michael mean, Keaton. He's not playing It's going to be a star, Otherwise, it's gonna be Oh, all no. All oh no. It's oh, going to no. be
2: Pepsi all over again. Oh, yeah.
0: It's going to be a crow that, that gets... That is shown the error of his ways with a Pepsi.
2: Dumble's already on the questionable fence with Disney
3: on oh, that
1: matter. <laughs> Jesus. Did you know all the crows on that were also uh sang by white guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, they were wow.
1: stereotypical black people from like the bygone era, 20s uh-huh. <laughs> or the
2: 30s and 40s. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they were all voiced by white men. <laughs> Real source? spot. <sighs> Do you think like, like a black person card. would really
0: be able to live with themselves doing that voice though? No. <laughs>
1: I
2: think they got to revamp those characters, completely yeah. differentiate from the They th- got to th- turn th-
0: them into transformers. <laughs> With gold teeth. For a second
2: there, I thought you meant trans people. And I was like, that's a whole no. other." Yeah, that'd, that'd
0: be just e- even more offense. Right. That's just all whole, kinds of whole offense. Whole other page. That's just all kind of offense. Troy, Joss Whedon. Yes! Apparently he is in talks mm-hmm. to uh, write or direct? It's Maybe direct. both. Okay, write and direct. And,
1: and produce. And produce. <laughs> a standalone Batgirl yes. film. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm into it, JT. From the sites that I have visited, a lot of them are split on that decision. Strack over here, I'm not scowling. a big
2: fan. Not a big fan <laughs> of Batgirl.
1: A... <laughs> Listen, I think it would be the ray of sunshine that the DC movies need if they want to keep going. Because he writes strong female characters. Yes. He can write a good ensemble piece, so the Batgirl... People have a... Or the Bat family or whatever. So there's that. And I would doubt that it would be the dark and dour Zack Snyder film that they've only had yet so far. So I feel like and, it'd be... A, but from what it looks like, continue to have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I would think he would, he would have enough clout to be able to change that and possibly be a bright spot in DC's cinematic... We'll see. Um, uh, lineup.
2: See, I have a hard time with putting Batgirl anything more than dark and dreary because then you run the risk of her being a dumb, a dummy. Let's say.
1: <laughs> Granted, one of the most like popular Batgirl storylines is when she gets shot in the back <laughs> and paralyzed. So there's that. Which I guarantee you that will be the story. But if this
0: were anyone else but Joss Whedon, I would be worried. But yeah, like Troy said, Joss Whedon is good at writing strong female characters, and I think he could do a Batgirl justice. Yes, and he does. He he does have like a way of making the the tone lighter, but also still adding dark elements to it. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm glad we're agreeing on this, JT. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that it's going to... I I still don't want DC to succeed in any way. But right.
1: <laughs> and yet to see if this is even going to be made at all. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: I actually do have news about... Uh, I heard, like, a speculation about, like, the DCEU, actually. Ooh, I want to like, hear there's, the like, spec. A, I guess there's, like, a rumor going around that uh, Warner Brothers is going to include some kind of storyline now that they're rewriting the Batman script. Yeah. They're, like, basically going into, like revamp mode and they're going to try and add a element to the Batman movie that basically kind of sort of reboots the entire DCEU <laughs>
1: okay all right that it was all a dream. Like Other it's gonna be, be a <laughs> Yeah, it was all the like Batman wakes like, up know. again yeah. from his premonition he had in BBS, and yeah. it was all a dream. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know if this, if it's
0: gonna, if it'll strike you in any way. But like they kept saying like it's there's going to be a crisis, and they put the crisis in quotations. Okay. So I don't know if that's going to be. Is there like a, some kind of several
1: story? Okay. <laughs> Every single major like universe changing event is always called crisis something.
0: Okay. So there you go. So it's probably going (laughs) to, they're already giving up and trying to like re reboot it. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, I have conflicting thoughts on this one that it's smart to try to get something else out the gate and tell stronger movies. And it's also a quite like an interesting plot and a quite a ballsy one because it'd be kind of like um, how Days of Future Past kind of changed how X Men was going. Yeah, where they're kind of like, I'm gonna take out this crappy part. Yeah, and see, that's like, what it kind of strikes
0: me as that it's just that it's, that's just their way of being like, well, we'll just kind of make it so that people can still watch the old movies, but like they could go back into them because yeah, yeah. we're gonna like a try and make reboot. up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. I just don't want.
1: I don't want this anymore. <laughs> it's too much. I'll take it. I'll take a crisis a movie. Much. That's them swinging for the fences, and it could fail horribly. But it's too we'll, much. We'll be
2: could be Babe Ruth, fat man in tight pants.
1: <laughs> That's true. It could be a fat man in tight pants, or a delicious nutty candy bar. Ooh. I mean, if it turns into <laughs> if it
0: turns into them doing this, but then also trying to tell different kinds of stories off of that then i'd be for it Mm -hmm. but if it's just them doing this and then just going back to all right now let's go back into these big team adventures where (laughs) we're throwing 49 like flying cg characters at them
1: yeah i against yeah. yeah 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 we'll see I just, I just don't want it
0: anymore. <laughs> I'm getting really sick and tired of these. Uh, Troy, that Rampage movie. Mm-hmm. Brought it up before. Got Dwayne The Rock Johnson on there.
1: Check him off.
0: We got uh, What's Her Name.
1: Yeah. Uh, Check her off.
0: Yeah. And uh, I guess they're rating the Watchmen cast because they, I guess just added Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
1: Yes. To the Malin cast Ackerman as well. is the other one. Malin Ackerman, yes. Yeah, yeah, and Negan himself. There you go. The comedian. Yes. And the other characters he's played. Thomas know, Wayne. I know he was,
0: on, <laughs> no, he was on Grey's Anatomy at one point.
1: That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I saw that he was gonna be in rant. I am super curious about this movie. I know,
0: I have no idea how it's especially with, with them doing these Godzilla and King Kong movies, like how is it yeah. going to try and Yeah, like make itself so different from those? Because Rampage was basically just like a rip-off of... All of those. All of those. It was just together. in video game form.
1: <laughs> Are you familiar with the Rampage series, track?
2: I am not, but now I need to be. It's like, I am intrigued. It's like
1: a video game yeah. series where essentially you just play giant movie monsters. You're like, yeah. not King Kong, but you you're play, a giant yeah. gorilla or a giant werewolf. Yeah, you play as like a giant monster and your goal is to destroy an entire
0: city. Oh. Yeah.
2: Perfect.
0: And it's two D and it's actually kind of a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is. And oh, uh Lord. <laughs> so you get to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson be in one Rampage. Of the faves. Maybe not being one of these giant creatures.
2: He can be himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's just
2: pretty much a giant something anyway. He just
1: blows into his thumb and inflates and then fights the big monsters. Yep. <laughs> I would be into that if it's he's that the, cartoony. He's the end boss. Hell yeah. Just be crazy. Oh, yeah, Crank 2 balls to the wall Like action
0: Oh man I totally bought like the The two crank movies Like out of a five (laughs) dollar bin Yikes I cannot wait to dive into them
1: Another sweet pull from
0: the bin Oh my god crank is so fucking good (laughs) It's so damn good
1: I've, nev- I've never seen Crank 2.
0: Oh, that's the best one. It's so awesome. <laughs> I've
1: heard. I've heard. Oh, my God. I've only ever seen the first one.
0: He has sex with Amy Smart when a horse with a giant erect <laughs> penis jumps over them.
2: What?
1: I know. Yes. How did I miss this? Oh. <laughs> hate
2: to say Beastie Alley is my
1: thing, but I've, Crank seen, two. I've seen a lot of shit on the internet. There's a random scene where for
0: no reason at all he fights someone at a power plant, and then they both, like bump into, like, a circuit breaker. and electrocutes them, and then for no reason at all, they turn into giant rubber suits of themselves (laughs) still fighting in this power plant.
2: Oh, so this is like a Big Trouble Little China situation.
0: No, it's a... There's no reason to do that kind of situation. (laughs) They're still fighting each other. They're just in rubber suits of themselves fighting in a smaller-scale version of this power plant, destroying things like big Godzilla monsters. (laughs)
2: I need to get Crank You need to watch thing. Crank
0: 2. <laughs> get it it's out. It's fantastic. Watch Crank 2. They have uh, Bai Ling, who's speaking English, but she speaks it so horribly that they put subtitles in. <laughs>
2: they do that for Nick Nolte, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Crank is so fucking good. Um, uh, Avatar 2, Troy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's going to finally start filming in late 2017. Okay. So it, yeah. it'll probably still won't come out for like another 8 years <laughs> for how how it's how it's been uh
1: taking its sweet ass time. No kidding. Like I liked Avatar just fine. But like if you're gonna make it just make it just come out with it already
2: where does it go from there is what i want to know i it don't know it wrapped it up pretty nice
1: i yeah i know and like i heard that uh, like a long time ago like when the first avatar came out that there's sequels planned and they were gonna do other tribes of the navi people or whatever and one's like an underwater culture and one like i don't know is Lava green people? or something <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea so we'll see if that's followed by his Four, or five sequels, or however many he's planning to do. Fourteen, yeah, he's also on the fourteen train. <laughs> gotta beat
2: that, Michael Bay. <laughs> uh,
0: here's a here's a story for you, Awesome Strack. I know you're a fan of the anime. Do you know of Akira?
2: I do, I do. Uh, That's an old classic.
0: Word has come out that a famous up and coming. Director-writer might be doing the live-action remake of Akira.
2: Oh, that'll be good. I like the series. I mean, <laughs> it's old school, like I said, but um, it's definitely doable live-action. That'll be a good one.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to be Jordan Peele. Really? The Get Out. Director of Get Out. <laughs>
1: yes. Get Out! One <laughs> half of Kean and Peele. Yeah. Director he of is, Get Out! He is making waves. He is. Mm-hmm. The only thing, like, okay, so he's probably directed a bunch of episodes of, like, Key and Peele, and he directed Get Out, which is a great success. Yeah. But, like, Hollywood has, kept, has done this a lot lately, where they take this w- successful director that's made this small-budget movie and yeah. then throw him on a huge blockbuster. Yeah. And the blockbuster does lukewarm at best, because they didn't build up to that. They just, like, jumped into the deep end. Yeah, they
0: gave them a a bunch of resources, and they don't know how to manage
1: these resources. Yeah. Granted, like, they have a decent visual flair, because they've got a ton of money behind them, but, like, just the story in general is just kind of like, meh. And that's what I'm hearing from the Ghost in the Shell movie, too. Like, I didn't see it. Are you interested
2: I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's a very interesting uh, world that they'd have to put together. And from what I saw on the previews, they did admirable, at least during the previews. But whether the storyline actually holds up, I don't know. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: from what I heard of it, yeah, like I've heard the visuals are really, really good. But they, because there's so much to the story of Ghost in the Shell, that they just kind of, at most, they just kind of like give you like cliff
1: notes. Yeah, that's and what I very, heard too. Yeah. yeah, like if you like Ghost in the Shell, you'll probably like it more than somebody who hasn't doesn't know anything about Ghost yeah. in the Shell. And I guess there's like a
0: really offensive way that they explain why Scarlett Johansson is
1: major in it. <laughs> oh, I I there's heard some it. There. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's controversial. I didn't think it was that horrible though. Uh,
2: it's, it's
1: pretty like bad. It's blackface for Asians. Yeah.
0: Yeah it
2: is. to them. Yes.
0: I'm it's like, hey, we don't want to cast an Asian person, so we're just gonna say that we took an Asian person's brain and put it in a white person's body.
1: Yeah. Like that's kinda shitty. Yeah, but it has the writer of original the the original writer of Ghost in the Shell said that like it doesn't matter what the body is because it's still like the like it has his stamp of approval on it. Yeah, but you can pay a lot of money to a person. Whatever. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, I don't like, find it that bad. Like it's a, it's a, of course it's whitewashing like uh, an entire yeah. Like I heard they Asian do that cast, that's like but... she's not
0: the only character that they do that with. There's like another one in there they do that with too.
1: Yeah. I'd, so, I'd, I So like know, I don't know. Who is, but <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, I'm interested in Akira. Actually, do you have they made a movie of Akira, didn't they? I believe so. It's like in the 80s or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah,
2: it's it's definitely 80s, 90s at the max, early 90s. Do you
1: have that? I of... don't,
2: actually. I have a hard time justifying the purchase of some of the older ones because they are outrageous on the internet how much oh, they cost.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. With the exception, we've... there are
2: some new releases recently.
1: but there was uh, We've had a few listeners wanting to us to do more anime stuff. And I know Akira is supposed to be like highly regarded as being really great. And I wanted to see if I could get my hands on that original animated movie. Because I've seen clips of it. And I'm like, that looks really interesting. But I yeah, I just don't have a way to get my hands on it. I know someone
2: it. who might know someone.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh. People have, on the inside. Have your people call our people. <laughs> it's more like
0: on the underground. <laughs> Tell people about this. I'm dead. <laughs> Troy, I know you're a big fan of the Expendables. You love them. <laughs> I've never said that. Well, <laughs> some sad news for you, Troy. Big fan of the Expendables. I'm not, I'm not
1: Sylvester sad. Sylvester
0: Stallone this. dropping out of the. Ex- not wanting to do any more Expendables movies. This is gonna make no me more Barney. was <laughs> What's there? his name? Bar- <laughs> I think his name was I Barney, think his Barney
1: his name in it. was Barney. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: So don't expect any more Barney in the <laughs> next Expendables films if they do happen. Well, shit. I know. Well, shit.
2: Could they just CGM on there? I mean, they really probably
0: Yeah, they pretty could. A whole lot. They've grand Moff tarkin' his ass.
1: Yeah, they just put Is a bowl grand- of mashed yeah. potatoes on a steak. It's like grand Moff
0: tarkin' <laughs> him just enough to get blown up.
1: <laughs> uh, just found Akira 25th Anniversary Edition Blu ray, $18 with oh, prime there shipping.
0: There you go. worth Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Oh, the wonders
1: of the internet! Going to add it to a list. In my list, as we speak, live on air. Some
0: bitch, (laughs) Uh, Troy. That live action Lion King. Yes. Next one on the docket. Everything live
1: action. Everything live action.
0: Live action Lion King. They're going to use real
1: lions. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to pit all these animals together. Yeah. And just see what happens. I yep. want to
2: see what happens to that Pumba. <laughs> next to that real life yep. lion. Yep. Oh my gosh!
0: Anyways, we got the we already got the live action called that
1: it was a pumba <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! He's gonna attack that Pumba! <laughs> they have
2: names, okay? They're not just faceless warthogs.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. He's gonna
0: just gonna pull a bitch tits Bob from Fight Club and just like stand over his mutilated <laughs> no. corpse and be like. His name was
3: Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that one uh, out of your hat. Sorry.
1: Okay.
0: Continue. But uh, we already got uh, the Simba is supposed to be played by um, Donald Glover. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I, apparently there's a rumor that they might have their Nala.
1: Oh.
0: You see my head uh, tweak? <laughs> my eyebrows are raised. Apparently, the Nala is supposed to be voiced by the one, the only. Queen Bee herself, be Oh my god.
1: I'm into this. I yeah. like it. I like this.
2: <laughs> Fresh off them twins.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. I like it. I like this. I like everything about this so far.
0: All the single lions. <laughs>
1: Put your paws up. That's a win. <laughs> so there
0: you go. That might... Got some pretty heavy hitting star power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Behind his lion king. So Still far. curious to see if Simba will rap. I want to see Simba rap.
2: As Bruce said, who's gonna be Scar?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the radio. I'm interested as well, Bruce.
1: Jeremy Irons come back. Nobody can do better than yep. Jeremy Irons. Yep. Still in the
0: game. We'll see.
1: <laughs> we
0: shall see. see? Troy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I brought up a long time ago, the Netflix film directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yes. The Irishman. Yes. They got De Niro on yeah. it already. I guess they got Pacino on it now. Wow. And they just added- <laughs> Tell me. Did they get Joe him? Pesci. Out of retirement. To the cast. Of this film that's going to be debuting on Netflix.
1: That's going to be solid. It's
0: going to be Correct. crazy. Just,
1: you're over here, you're like shaking Scorsese your head. you you like, can't believe film. it. <laughs> <laughs> you're in, I thought you were like, no, can't get into it. And then you're like, no, I can't believe it. It yeah. should be amazing. Don't, what a turn. De Niro what and What a journey Scorsese, we just
0: went on. De Niro and Pacino, or P- Pesci, <laughs> so many. Just, I'll take it I'm Acabina. blowing up. I'm blowing up right now. Got De Niro and Pesci back with Mm -hmm. Scorsese since Mm -hmm. Goodfellas. Mm I'm looking forward to it. Pacino in there. -ah. -ah. (laughs) Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. I'm pumped for this. Me too. I'm pumped for that. I have no idea what it's
1: about at all. I hope it has but I'm know, stoked. I, I know
0: it's supposed to be a gangster film. I know for sure. I'm just
1: stoked that they got Pesci out of retirement because he said he wasn't gonna act anymore.
0: I know, and they said that it yeah, actually took a lot home. a lot of coaxing <laughs> to get him back into it, but they, it just seemed like a really it seemed like a really tempting project and he jumped you jumped on board. There you go.
1: There you have it. Everyone, check out whenever this drops in a year or so. I'm pumped for it. I'm stoked. I really want to see it. Really want to see it.
0: Uh Troy, I know your your uh <laughs> mom is a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Yes, she loves is. that Wizard of Oz. Has, has she seen Wicked? She has. Well, the live action film <gasps> oh, version of that. my god. Just put out its release date. And it is December twentieth, twenty nineteen. Oh my take
1: her for my birthday present. There you go. happy birthday to me mom you get to take me to a movie you're buying
2: this also counts as your christmas
1: gift (laughs) damn it not every year they always clump my birthday with christmas so there you have it but yeah i'm into it i've never actually seen wicked i haven't either i've heard it's good
2: i've not seen it but i've i've uh I've watched the, the soundtrack, play. yeah, and I've seen the <laughs> yeah. screenplay. I have some friends that are very much into it, um, and they enjoy it. However, I'm kind of a purist with my Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. I don't like my villains to be non-villains in the Wizard of Oz. Other things, yes, but not the Wizard of Oz.
1: Did you enjoy Maleficent?
2: I did, actually.
1: But is that the kind I think of, it's because I got this
2: weird girl crush on Yeah, Angelique I think Julie. it is.
0: Because then they do kind of... It is like a... They're humanizes- also doing Ursula as Humanizes.
1: Well. Yeah. Ursula? Ah, yep. oh, come on.
2: Ursula! What I need to know though, are they going to basically skinny buy Ursula oh, to make my. her marketable or are they gonna have a nice a thick lady? Figured
0: gal. <laughs> I heard they were gonna do one with Krilla DeVille too. Yeah, I heard that too. I'd like
2: that one, I think.
0: Like I, from what I heard, like the the uh early buzz is that it's gonna be played by Emma
1: Stone.
2: Ooh. Oh my god. I
0: See, like I,
1: don't, that. I guess I don't need all these like shades of gray for a Disney villain. Like I don't need a a story to show me Carella DeVille was just like fine and then you just to turn around and be like fuck, those dogs were in the Her wrong. Fa-
0: Her family <laughs> yeah. they were
1: just asking to be murdered. Her
0: family was eaten by a by a pile of dalmatians. Yeah.
2: Little did you know she didn't have clothes? So she had to make yeah. them from something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But whatever, it'll make money. So they'll keep doing them. <laughs> Just like everything. <laughs> Just
0: think of it, Troy. It, it's more money to make bigger Marvel films for you.
1: Well, I guess if you put it that way, <laughs> I'm into it. Okay. That's all my news, Troy. Great. Well, in this moment in time, I will turn it over to Awesome Strac. Did you have any other news?
2: Actually, I didn't. I tried to come up with something that you guys haven't covered, but you are pretty (laughs) thorough.
0: We were pretty thorough. We
1: are pretty, as we say, thorough. (laughs) Very good. Well, that brings us to a segment we do every show. That's right. That is the stinger you always hear for You Know What's Done. When we talk about the trailers of upcoming projects yes i actually have quite a few things here jt jesus christ um i will skip through two of them okay pretty fairly quickly (laughs) gotcha uh i watched a trailer for a thing for netflix called war machine featuring brad pitt Okay. And he is a, looks like a army general yep. who is sent to either, it's the Middle East somewhere. I don't remember, know if it's like Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever. But he's sent there to clean up uh, the mess that the U.S. Army has started. Those bastards. Uh, and it's, I can't really tell from the tone of the trailer. It looks not really serious. But not really played entirely goofy either. Like, Brad Pitt's kind of being goofy in it. Like, I don't know if it's an accurate portrayal of the actual d- general or not, but he looks kind of humorous like, in it. Like, burn after reading goofy? Not that goofy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> Like, like it. I'm just thinking of, it, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking of him in a, in a uh military
1: fatigues just being like... <laughs> Think of it more as like uh, maybe his character from Inglorious Bastards, mixed with, uh, his character from Fight Club. Somewhere in the middle there. Which one? Okay, oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not so, gonna spoil <laughs> Fight Club for you. <laughs> so, Lieutenant Lieutenant Aldo Durden. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Somewhere, but then like take it down in, like two notches from there, because it's kind of like he looks a little droll or whatever. So anyway, it doesn't look all that great, and I probably won't watch it. But I was just interested to see that Brad Pitt's doing a Netflix feature. From what I read about it, it's supposed to be kind of like a
0: satire on like the Obama administration's way and how they handled
1: like the middle the war in the Middle East. Oh okay, well that makes more sense then. The way I long-formed explained it. I mean, <laughs> you summed it up in, like, five words.
0: I mean, I, I read up on it. Like, oh. I wasn't, like, I didn't see the trailer or anything, but I was reading up on
1: it, like, one day. And I was like, that sounds kind of interesting. Right on. Uh, the next one I have is Unforgettable, which looks completely forgettable. Because it stars Rosario, Rosario Dawson, which I usually love. Uh it stars Katherine Heigl. Yeah, that's right. I saw the trailer for this when I went and saw Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. Completely forgettable, <laughs> it right? It
0: looks like every other, like, You Got My Man movie ever made. Yeah. And
1: Catherine Heigl's the evil one.
2: She is in real life, too. Oh, yeah. good
1: to know I that. i heard she is <laughs> a... Podcasting. Yeah. I just pay no attention to her whatsoever. I feel like I've won here. You'd have. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this looks just bad. looks awful. Like, I don't know what you're doing, it look Dawson. Good. Like, yeah. I, I usually think you're just a sweetheart. What are you doing to put yourself in this?
0: She's, like, coasting through everything except these these Marvel
1: properties. Yeah, where she's, like, the strongest, one of the strongest things. Catch our review for Iron Fist. Last week, where she's the strongest part of Iron Fist. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, My next one, uh, speaking of Marvel Netflix things, the Defenders have a very small little teaser. The elevator teaser, some people are calling it. Them in an elevator it's them for in an elevator that's it but what i have to add is that it may have uh, given the date away in the elevator timestamp at the bottom where it captures like it looks like a timestamp of what the camera is recording yeah and it's august 8th of Ooh. 2017 uh-oh that's we'll what put it on the calendar yeah so i may as soon as it's finalized cuz that was just a yeah. rumor yeah. but i'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be I will uh, well, put it, it on out. the calendar and uh, well, it's only gonna be eight
0: episodes. We could probably finish that in a week. Oh yeah. Well,
1: having uh, Legion be eight episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was hard enough for me to do. Oh this really? One. Well, n- just because my I cram my weekend full of stuff, and that's when I could have gotten through it. And so yeah, gotcha. I did it all in. Mostly all last night. Oh man!
0: <laughs> see, I'm I'm more interested in your review because I actually spaced it out through the whole for from week to week. So I want to know what it's like to have binged watched it and have and uh, review it.
1: Right on! Before we get to that, another trailer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn you! Uh, the Mummy had a new trailer. Did see this one? Uh, I the painted black trailer. Yeah. This one struck me a lot more interesting, and I know it's because of the music choice. I
0: don't know. It looks like the action ramps up a lot more in this one. Yeah. Like, it seems a lot more uh,
1: different. It does. It seems almost completely different. Yeah. The tone, like, is... I feel... And it's a longer trailer, I feel, too. Yeah, I think it's like but two yeah. and a half minutes long. I found it a lot more interesting. It got me not necessarily on board... For the movie, but uh, I'm interested. Also heard a rumor today that it may have a Dracula cameo in this. Mm -hmm. Tying together the Universal Monster
0: Movie Universe. Well, Russell Crowe is supposed to be uh, Dr. Jekyll in this.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, they are
0: building a Universal Monster Movie Universe, so.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I'm interested in that then. (laughs) I love Dr. Jekyll, but I'm not exactly excited about Russell Crowe.
1: What if he's Mr. Hyde? Then are you interested in Doctor Jekyll? Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the storyline though. Love <laughs> that. Right on. Uh, so yeah, d- did you say what you thought about
0: it? Oh yeah, it just looked like there was a lot more different action in it, and it actually seemed like they're doing some pretty interesting, cool stuff with it. I don't know what the story's supposed to be completely. It yeah. seemed very uh, uh, didn't really touch too much on that, but. Yeah, all the they look like there's some like kind of horror elements to it that look kind of cool, too,
1: so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Probably yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out. Still had the sweet Tom Cruise scream in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Love it. Glad they didn't take that out. Uh, and my last trailer uh, that I have to talk about is season two of Master of None. Yeah, saw this, too. Um, I was actually surprised to see, I, cause I guess I totally forgot that they were going to do a season two of this and it looks a really artistically shot some scenes in it. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I think the, like the
0: last, uh, not to spoil master of none for people who have not seen it, but I think in the last one he was supposed to be him
1: going to Italy
0: Yeah. to study, to be a chef.
1: Yeah. And that's what a lot of this looks like. It's yeah. in some sort of. Way different locale, yeah, yeah, and I'm, um I'm way curious about this. Now. I know I was a big fan of Master of None. Yeah, it had its slow points, but it had really strong yeah. episodes uh, scattered throughout, and I really, I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I think this was like the, because like I, I watched bits
0: and pieces of Louis, but I feel like Master of None was like Louis done right, where they actually. Every episode was kind of its own story but they had like an overarching story that made you interested in the next one. Mm-hmm. Whereas Louie was just kind of like here's a story, and we're not going to talk about it ever again.
1: I never saw any of Louie, but it, I what from my understanding it was like you take a stand-up routine and like stretch it out into like 13 episodes or yeah. something like that of a And like he sitcom. did th-
0: but yeah, and he did this too but he stretched it out but like with Louie I think they stretch. it's like a, like a comedy like a bit from a comedy routine stretched out over a 30 minute episode. Mm. I feel like in this he does do that, but then he also p- adds in an overarching story where like even if the if it falls flat, you still have the story to latch onto that bring you into the next episode.
1: Right on, right on. Are you a fan of Aziz Ansari, track?
2: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's very good. Uh <laughs> He is the star of this. Did you see any of like Parks and Rec or anything like that? Because he was Tom Hathiford in Parks and Rec. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, he's growing on me as one of my favorite comedians. Like I didn't like Aziz's first few comedy specials. I don't, he did like this first one. I think he had like, he played a character in it that DJ something. Oh yeah. (laughs) I found it just really grating and I did not like it. And the, But every special he's had since has, I feel, gotten, like, better and better. Yeah. And I've liked a lot more. And Master of None I liked quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I think, like, this was definitely, like, the start of, like, Netflix's, like, they, they do, like, these dramedies where it's, it's basically, it's really based on, like, a comedian's routine, but then they throw in, but then it's, like, there's a lot of dramatic elements to it, too. Like, they almost yeah. kind of, like... Bring out the sadder side of like a, con- a comedian's routine, right? I think Love does that a lot too.
1: I still, I don't want
0: to check the, the out Paul love. Rust,
1: I, dude. I I love Love. I like Love. Paul Rust though can't get into him.
0: You're just you're judging too harshly on Paul Rust. he's yes, not he's not very Paul he's not <laughs> Paul Rusty in this. All
1: right, he's not overly Paul Rusty in this. All right, well I've got a little bit of time coming up. <laughs> yeah so. you have
0: months on end <laughs> well or one weeks. month on it yeah <laughs> weeks on, end. Weeks on end.
1: <laughs> that i can maybe knock both seasons out yeah we'll see we will see jt we will see what i think of paul rust <laughs> in love any more I, I don't have any more trailers that was all. i only
0: only have to add that uh amc put out a Trailer for Preacher Season 2, like a 30-second spot. Oh. And uh, like, it looks like they have a lot more action in it. We'll see. Okay. That first season was a little slow yeah. to me. Yeah, me too. But it looks like they definitely built up to what could be a very entertaining second season, and it looks like it will be. Let's hope. Hopefully. June 20th, I think, or something, it comes out.
1: Fairly recent. Yeah. Or, or fairly soon, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Well, I know they
0: just put out the first season on Hulu. Well, we Preacher. already watched
1: all of it anyway. But, yeah. Oh, for the listener. For the if
0: listener, wanna... if they want to watch it, <laughs> it, it's on Hulu.
1: Sorry, I got a little selfish there. Yeah. First. Like, Who cares about anyone else? <laughs> I just saw it. Quit bring it up to me, you idiot. Who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> right on. So yeah that's the only other trailer
1: i have left to add sweet deal <laughs> oh we ah, are close five minutes over the top of the hour if that's you really the, that's about top of the hour that's about the best we can do here so that means we are diving into fx's legion season finale was just this yes. last week we caught up with it in total so we can bring it to you IMDB JT has this. What, what what do they score it? Eight point seven out of ten. Good. And Rotten Good. Tomatoes has it close at a ninety percent. Ooh, high marks for high Legion. Very high for Rotten Tomatoes. Deservedly so. Oh, early uh, opinion spoilers over here by. Uh, I already awesome brought track. up that you liked it. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, I just want to bring up, uh, first of all, that I was completely against the show when it was first announced oh yeah you um, talk
0: mad shit about
1: this yeah. show for a while i did and strack over here was on my back yeah. about it <laughs> a yeah. lot, even more than you jt even when i started watching and i was like this is pretty good and you're like i don't give a
0: shit
2: <laughs> i was basically ready to throw him in the gutter and like drown him in a pool of his own tears
1: yeah and well, here are my reasons why. Because I knew that it was being produced by um, singer Simon Kinberg and Jeff Loeb, the head of like Marvel TV right now, and all of those people are responsible for the last few like X Men movies that weren't really strong. And I don't necessarily like the X Men that much to begin with. So they were saying they're doing doing uh, when they're going to do a show about some small time character that I barely ever heard of. I didn't give a shit. But you did not see who the showrunner was. I did not. (laughs) And then when I got into it, when I watched the first episode, I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) I get get it now. Like, the showrunners were the guys who created Fargo. Yeah. Noah Hawley. Yeah. And Fargo is super strong. Yeah. And... Also on FX. So this guy's just killing it on this channel. Man, Fox is, like, nailing down all these amazing,
0: like, producers and showrunners. with Like, Noah Hawley, and they have uh, the dude that did, like, uh, American Horror Story. Mm. Shit, what's his name?
1: He also did Glee and Nip Tuck. Like,
0: he's producing a shit ton of stuff for them, and Noah Hawley is, and uh, uh, Lord Miller is producing Mm -hmm. a shit ton of stuff for them. They have, like, these three heavy hitters just yeah. basically like cranking printing, out hits yeah, printing <laughs> yeah. gold for for fox like, yeah it's insane yeah well
2: they are spoon feeding us fargo 2 trailers throughout the whole oh son of I'm a like, bitch oh my goodness <laughs> son of a bitch every I don't need time the internet i see for this. <laughs> oh and that season
1: three is just like two weeks away too yeah, like, yeah. oh my
0: god
1: yeah well, we should maybe do pretty soon if possible Fargo Season 2. Yeah. Have you seen all of it? Oh, yeah. I haven't, and I want to say it's going to be on Hulu f- soon before Season It's on season Hulu already. Th- Is it? Yeah. Did it just drop? Like, in the uh, last it was like a couple weeks so? ago, yeah. Sweet deal. That means I can give back the DVD copy to Ghost <laughs> Hunter Dave, because I won't need it. I can yeah. watch it on my own time. But, yeah. yeah um, Fargo
0: Season 2, I didn't like as much as the first season, but it
1: it's... Very, very strong. Solid. Very strong. So that leads us into Legion coming Legion. up. Legion. And uh, I was apprehensive going in. And yeah. then the first episode got me pretty hooked. Yeah. The first episode is an extended episode. I think on TV was probably an hour and a half yeah, long. Right. And I... It, season the first episode is probably one of my favorite episodes really yeah yeah it really set the tone of what it was going for and like really had it was kind of all over the place yeah tonally, Mm -hmm. but i liked that in Mm -hmm. this case Mm -hmm. because the subject matter whatever not trying to spoil it right off the top yeah but it was i thought it was really good and uh i thought it progressively got stronger and stronger as it went on not necessarily better episodes but like it filled in holes here and there yeah and like built to a pretty decent conclusion
0: yeah like my best description of this show it's like it's one of those haunted houses you go into where there's certain points where you walk through the maze where they want you to walk through and there's other points where it's like you're walking into into like that pitch black like there's a room that's like pitch black maze where you have to find your own way through mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> but then the next episode, they'll like reel you back in and be like, here's why we showed you this. Here's why we showed you that. And you're like, wow. And I want to go back and kind of rewatch that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, JT, you want to do a brief synopsis of the, the first season? Spoiler-free? Well, sure.
0: Uh, it revolves around a young man by the name of David Haller, who is in a uh, mental institution because he believes he's schizophrenic, mm-hmm. but then is led to believe that he is not schizophrenic. He might actually possess certain mutant abilities that make him feel this way. And as he goes on, he finds out that it might not just be him. Who is causing these certain uh, outbursts in his own brain? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: it goes on from there. There you go, Legion. That's what you expect from a Legion. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Strack, you got anything to say about Legion? Spoiler free at
2: first. I I will try my best. I'm a little bit new with this. <laughs> I would say if you want something that's so visually entertaining. That regardless of your knowledge of the subject matter, you you cannot look away. Um, every episode from the sets that they used to how they brought um, some music elements into it from time to time was just really entertaining. And I would watch anything with this group of individuals again based on that. And uh, I, I really liked it. It was continuity at its finest.
1: Mm. Yes, it was. mm mm-hmm. Everything that it was introduced had a good, decent payoff. I yeah. believe in this episode, in this in this series. Uh, so anyway, uh, before we give our final grades at the end, I do believe that people should check this out. You can find it all on Hulu right now.
0: Yeah. I was surprised. Almost kinda of pissed because I bought the whole series.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no other FX show is like that. Yeah. Unless until it's all done. It's like then... the one
0: where they were like, I don't know if they're gonna get it. We should just give it to them. Yeah. And w- then
1: we'll see. I wonder if it's because Marvel has like a deal with Hulu to have some of their stuff put on. Yeah, up. maybe. I don't know. Regardless, it's on Hulu, or you could go the route that JT did and buy it. But you probably wouldn't want to if you have Hulu. <laughs> you definitely Which would. Which I wouldn't
0: have but I bought anyway, so whatever. It's not so uh, good. Uh, yeah,
1: I do feel like you should check it out. They're yeah. about 45 minutes long, an episode. Uh, there's only eight episodes, though. Yeah. And you could try to shotgun them all in about a day like I did, <laughs> or you can stretch them out like a normal human being. Yeah. This is another one where I felt like I had homework this week, but in a good way. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jam-packed my weekend full of just festivities, and then I had to... Just get them all out of the way <laughs> on Monday and Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, good stuff. Now we're going to drop the curtain. Let's spoil it away. Yes. Um, JG, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand the baton over to you. Okay. Go for it. Spoil. For... What? <laughs>
0: what do you want me to... <laughs> Just talk about Legion. Okay, let's well, talk about it. Um, yeah, like uh like I on your same uh sense, like I did like the first episode, but I feel like this first episode it did give you like a sense of what the show's supposed to be like, but it didn't give you so much of the story, which I like that because it's like like the first episode throws you into this world. Yeah. And then in the next episode they it's it kinda holds your hand and it's like Okay, this is what to expect now. Yeah. Like this is who you're. This is who you're going to meet, and now we're kind of giving you a little bit, little bit of guidelines to what this chaos is that you experience in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And he does that like quite a bit in this. Sometimes for just like brief for brief scenarios, and sometimes for full episodes, you'll do that. Mm-hmm. Like the first one in particular, and the one where they're just all in that institution together.
2: Astral Plane.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. where they're in the astral plane, oh, yeah. but it, it looks like they're back in the mental institution, where, for a second there, like, I thought that was, like... It's, like, Noah Holly like, fucking just trolling everybody, and he just made, like, a fucking... <laughs> he just made a series where he made everyone believe that it's supposed to be about this comic book character named Legion, and but it's actually about a bunch of people in a mental institution, like, oh, yeah. piecing together this universe. Where yeah, I was, like, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think it's that, but, like... watching this yeah like watching this show i wouldn't put it past them because there's so many things they throw in here where it it throws you almost completely off guard sometimes and like uh, even like a lot of their cold opens are just like scenes where you have no fucking idea what's going on no like the minute when when they first introduce um uh jermaine yeah oh yeah yeah when they first introduce him you're like where the fuck am I? Why are you here?
1: Because <laughs> he just is like talking straight to the camera, yeah. just saying something sitting and sitting in an ice cube. like, yeah. Yeah. And then it pans out, out and he's just yeah. in an ice cube. And then it's just like goes on. And then he's not in the rest of the <laughs> episode or not till like the very, end yeah, or whatever. Not till the very end. You're like, what was that? <laughs> Why did they get Jermaine for this?
0: <laughs> Why didn't they get Jermaine for that is the question yeah. you should be asking. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it was good. I, yeah, I liked that the episode definitely just set the tone for what to expect in the series, but didn't really, like, set anything like, this is where we're gonna go from this. And Mm -hmm. from there, like, I unfortunately had, like, a, a chunk of it spoiled for me. Okay. Because, like, I listened to a podcast where they were, like... (laughs) no it wasn't you like i had a chocolate spoiled for me because i listened to a podcast and they just kind of went right into it and i'm like ah shit yeah so i was like okay i know what's to come but if i were to watch this like without any of that it would have definitely took take you on a ride because like the first episode feels like you have no idea what's real yeah because his powers are so nuts Mm -hmm. like he you can't tell what he's imagining you can't tell what's really happening and that's through like the entire series Mm -hmm. like that until it hits to a point where you're like, okay, now I know what's screwing this guy up. And I feel like all of this from here on out is the real deal. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: like, uh, um, on the, uh, when I bought the show, they had like a small, like, um, featurette about like the show itself. And they interviewed Noah Hawley for it. And he said, it's not so much a show about story as it is like, they don't show up from, like, the perception of a character. They show up from, from, like... Well, they do show up from the perception of a character, but it's, like... it's Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, a show of perception. Like, you don't know what's real. Like, even the show itself is a very unreliable storyteller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're just put in here, and then, like, whatever... You don't know what's being made up by him. You don't know what's being up by this entity that's in him. You don't know what's... We don't even know what's real and it's, yeah. it's crazy. And it's like, I, I love, that's such a risky thing to do with a show like this. Cause it, you can get people so lost where they will yeah. give up on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: a few episodes aren't even told from his perspective. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, it's like he's there and he is like a part of it, but he's more of like the set piece of what's going yeah, on there's in some it, while show, other there's, people are doing stuff around him. Yeah. There's some episodes where he's barely in it even. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't even, you, you don't even think about it because yeah. it's, it's strongly done. Yeah,
0: and know? they do introduce, like, enough characters where they're in, they're just interesting in and of themselves, too. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, like, there's sometimes where I'm like, holy shit, they didn't really show David that much in this
1: episode. Yeah. I was way too enthralled with, like, what these people were doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, yeah, let's talk about some of the other characters in it because... They had, like, they just weren't the -the run-of-the-mill mutant superpowers that you kind of expected to see from, like... And for, like, a small-scale
0: story like this, I thought they were perfect for what this was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It
2: wasn't so much about what powers they had, but how they played the role in, like, in all honesty, for being X-Men, not many powers shown throughout the whole thing. Right. With the exception of the psychological powers that are involved with a few Mm -hmm. characters. So I, I enjoyed that a lot because it let the main character shine versus being distracted by all this other nonsense that you yeah. don't necessarily need.
1: Later on, you meet like a kind of like a head mistress of like another group. And I can't remember what her name was, but she just like has telepathy as a power and it's not like a big deal. No, she doesn't like, make. Yeah, she doesn't make like a huge deal of, of it at all. It's just like, yeah, I have telepathy. I talk to you sometimes so without moving my mouth. And, like, another guy that's kind of there, he has, like, telekinesis, so he'll just throw people around. But they're not huge parts of the story. Mm -hmm. Even, like, the person until, not until, like, one episode where, like, you realize what the power actually is. Mm -hmm. You see, like, two people that are constantly just merging with each other and splitting apart. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't until, like, maybe episode... Five of eight, or maybe six of mm-hmm. eight, that you realize what their power even was. Yeah, but you just see them like always fucking around in the background and just like splitting <laughs> apart, and then sometimes you see them not together. Yeah. And it's like what the fuck is going? And on And like, they always these focus people? on like the older guy, and he's like kind of doing something, and then like
0: they'll just like pan back and like show like her in the background doing karate, and you're like, you don't even gonna, like
1: introduce her yeah. or like what is she? <laughs> She's not even helping. Like, yeah, that's your same name. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But then you find out that they have. A pretty sweet superpower, like yeah. I liked their story th- the whole way through, where yeah. It, it
0: yeah, like it's it's almost like pretty selfless, like what he does for her. Like it's really cool.
1: Yeah, like his power is that he can like make th- this girl just come out of his body. That's the
0: carries,
1: yeah, the carry. They're both called
0: Carrie. I think his is with a C and hers is with a K or something. Yeah, but they were twins. Mm-hmm. And then if she merges with him, she doesn't age. She just kind of stays the same way. Yeah. So that's why he's so old and she's so young. Yeah. But then anytime they merge, like, he, like, absorbs, like, all of her ailments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. the
2: damage she has gets yeah. transferred. Yeah.
0: So it's like Super she, interesting. Yeah. So it's like he's pretty selfless, but in the same sense, she's also very dependent. So, like, when he's not there, she gets really, really fucking upset about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: You can also see that, I don't think that her maturity isn't even going the same way as him. Well, she's had this,
0: yeah, because she's had this person that's, like, there for her to just basically take away all of her pain. And then when that Mm -hmm. person disappears, like, you kind of freak out a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like at the one point where he said, like, I have no idea what happened if she died. Like... What would happen to him? Because, like, at one point, yeah. like, she's getting beaten up, and he is also, like, affected by it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's actually taking any pain from it. You can't really tell. Because he doesn't show any injuries yeah. until she is absorbed back into him or whatever. Yeah. And then but he, he is shows. feeling what she's going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's super interesting, and it was just, like, a secondary character in this. Yeah,
0: like, it was, like, a subplot, and, like, this already pretty confusing plot (laughs) altogether, but it still felt like I was, like, I was still into all of it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And then uh, another, uh, one of the main, other main characters, Sid, is in this, too. Mm -hmm. And she is, like, almost, like, rogue, in which she, if she touches somebody, they... Instead of absorbing their ability, she like body Freaky Friday style, and so and it could be for just an undetermined amount of time. Mm -hmm. But that's that's really cool too because you don't really you kind of just think she's standoffish, yeah, and like has a like a mental disability at first, and I love like you can't touch me because we'll switch it out. Yeah,
0: and I love that when they first introduce that they don't tell you that's her power. Yeah. So then like when they show that in the first episode, you don't even know what the fuck's going on.
2: And I like that it's realistic that when she does do some swapping, when she does periodically, if the power is too much for her, she can't really control it either. Yeah. Yeah. She's not some all-powerful being. This is an unfortunate side effect she's (laughs) got to live with. And sometimes it ends up disastrous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because they do that whole thing where when they body switch in the first episode and then, like, some people are – and then, like, she basically, like – Takes away the seams of all the doors, so everyone's just trapped in walls. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Stopping, yeah. <laughs> stopping
2: some people from continuing on.
0: Yeah, it's, and then and then, but then they even get into that conversation where they like talk to each other, where it was like, "So was that your fault or was that my fault?" And then it's like, "Yeah, like." I don't know, like, who would... <laughs> we're going to play this like, yeah, like, a scratch on this whole. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like, an, yeah, they have like this interesting conversation where you're like, yeah, I don't know, really. Because, like, David has, like, no control over, over his abilities whatsoever. Yeah. But then, like, she had, like, if, when she does it, like, she wouldn't have no control
1: over it either, so it's no. like, so who really did it? Yeah, <laughs> all of his shit came on you all at once, and you're like... Oh, shit, I don't know. And just, like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking screw the whole place up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I and,
2: wondered how much of that, too, is that her not being able to control, or the entity not understanding how to control Sid yeah. in David's body. Yeah. yeah. Because there are some of those powers that that entity also brought forth that were right. shown into
0: that. There's some yeah. kind of, like, weird three-way going on yeah. with that whole thing going on. Yeah, yeah that's true.
1: <laughs> too
2: many holes. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh,
1: and then uh, Aubrey Plaza's character Lenny in this too has a yeah. quite an interesting twist. Yeah, because she's uh, introduced as uh, just like a psycho in this nut house or whatever with um, mm-hmm. uh, David in there, and then you see her getting blasted through a wall at one point when yeah. they do the body swap, and then you're like, oh shit, like she's dead. I, I kind of liked her in this cause she's kind of like crazy kooky off the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like, Oh, like she must have like done a, such an impression on David that now she kind of like lives in his head. Mm-hmm. And it looks like now it's kind of his conscience, which is kind of where it takes a turn, yeah. but it's way more deeper in that. And I actually really like this twist. And this was what it, the thing that was spoiled for me too. Okay. So like, did Did you want to go and get to that twist naturally as we continue on, or do you just want to say it right now?
0: I'll leave it up to you, Troy. You're the one that's taking the ball. I'll let you know if you want to run with it or pass it off. I will
1: (laughs) pass it off to Strack. All right. Here's the ball.
2: All right. I'll go ahead and go through this. (laughs) Throughout this whole show, you keep seeing these odd characters that you're not certain whether or not they are individual pieces of david's mind are they actual people he's encountered before are they ways of coping mechanisms and really as you go forward you realize that each and every one of these entities are actually one entity that is controlling his mind and erasing certain subtexts of his memory for these pleasanter memories or more pleasant memories Mm -hmm. and um it's just his way of as he's aging to i guess get through it without him figuring it out is mm-hmm. to continually cycle through these these characters mm-hmm. and it somehow very smartly erases any knowledge that these actual beings existed or didn't exist in the past or you know in his current yeah so it's it's rather neat and i i loved it as well yeah, yeah.
1: and lenny ends up being this character, the Shadow King, yeah, who is like the like a big deal in more like Professor X side of things in yeah. X Men lore, mm-hmm. where they're both hugely powerful telepaths that yeah. like every once in a while battle each other on like the astral plane or whatever, mm-hmm. and then so you realize that the Shadow King, like in the last or second to last episode or so, is trying to get. At Professor Xavier, through David, yeah. because you find out David is actually the son of Professor Xavier, mm-hmm. and so the Shadow King implants himself in David as an infant and just lives with him. Yeah, all through this whole time, like totally fucking up his memories, like implanting himself as a memory of a dog mm-hmm. when he's a mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, um, implanting himself as Lenny. Uh, yep. The As, character
2: from the book, the angry boy. Yeah, yeah, the angry the, the big, boy, angry,
1: the angriest big boy. guy with
2: the yellow eyes. Yeah, the Benny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's soft boiled egg <laughs> with legs, <laughs> which was really creepy because there were really points in this yeah. where this turned into like a horror yeah. kind yeah. of a thing, and I really, really dug it. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because I don't see a lot of horror stuff because Chelsea doesn't like it, but I was like. I'm getting a fix from this, and I don't know what to take from it. <laughs> like I like it. I like it. But yeah, it it was yeah, really like good. Like they
0: played a lot with like the color red in this. Where anytime like red showed up, like you had this eerie feeling because you knew something else was like in the room
1: almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that.
2: And there's definitely some parts where a lot of it's left up to the viewer to decide exactly what happened specifically with that that Shadow King character. Mm-hmm. Like there's a part with Sid and the Shadow King looks like it's going big trouble little China and a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Never touch base on that again. Did mm-hmm. they erase Sid's memories? Did something happen? Did something not happen? They don't ever allude to it. Mm. Yeah. But there's a lot of unanswered things like the Shadow King looking for, he was looking for something. And I don't know if it was just Professor Xavier. It, they're referencing something. And so I'm wondering if that's going to be part of season two if there is a, i'm hoping there's a season
1: two it did oh, get is, greenlit yeah. for a season two yeah. Perfect. And, so, he, yeah.
0: and the shadow king is still prevalent in this in
1: the story yeah yeah because uh through one part of uh, some in episode they say that the shadow king's looking for a key of something and i don't know if he know like you would think he would know where it is though right if he's been growing up with um david his whole life i know he, yeah They say that he was handed off and adopted really early on. Yeah. But you would, I don't know, like, I have a hard time thinking, like, a really powerful telepathic being would have a hard time finding out. But he
0: has been stuck in David for, like, he doesn't really have, like, yeah, like, he's not, like, completely taken over him. Like, he's just kind of, he can manipulate things, but he can't fully take over
1: him yet. Yeah. But well, that's really cool how they like explain that too because he has been with David so long. At one point, they're like, "How do you make soup?" And they're like, "You boil like the bones, and then you add peppers and onions and all that stuff, and yeah. you boil it all together and mix it." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "How do you unmake soup?" Yeah, you can't.
0: Yeah, and then they, yeah. right. yeah. and it's then like, they add oh, that whole. <laughs> shit. Yeah, they had that whole element where it's like, <laughs> "What what will I be without this entity?" Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It even kind of brings up where it's like. Okay, like, at the end of it, okay, now David is done with the Shadow King. Like, now how powerful is he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is he really all that powerful of a mutant now that
1: the Shadow King's not with him anymore? Because yeah. some of the biggest things he did was with, like, Shadow King supposedly kind of helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like,
0: I think, like, all of the stuff where it's, like, putting people through walls and floors and stuff, I think that's mainly Shadow King.
1: Yeah. yeah. But then he also was able to get out of the astral plane when Oliver couldn't and i think that was also with the shadow yeah. uh king's help as well yeah cuz he was just like like going super saiyan or whatever yeah. and then he eventually just like <laughs> popped right out and he's just like in the real world again yeah. so that was pretty cool too i also i really liked i really liked oliver like i i, kinda, oh.
0: I know <laughs> So
2: I have written down. Did you like Oliver as much as I did?
1: I really did. <laughs> that yeah. beat
2: poetry got me. Yeah, I
1: know. Like everything. Was she
2: Asian? I'm pretty sure she was Asian. My wife.
1: <laughs> I just wondered if they just like got Jermaine in like period clothing, and they're like, just do whatever. Yeah. And he just like, you got it, babe. I'm just like. Swarmy. Swarmy Brit. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, did whatever. He does
0: everything so nonchalant, too. Like, yeah. he's been living in his ice cube for, like, 30 years. And he's <laughs>
1: just like, oh, I'm to go back to sitting on this couch and drinking whiskey <laughs> yeah. or you like to f- feel these jams literally put on a record and he puts on he's like ooh feel it can you feel it Oh, this is when it really picks up here yeah. and it's like the most <laughs> like, annoying jazz music I've ever heard in my life and
2: I love when Carrie and Oliver were interacting he's like I literally just said that I believe I said that <laughs> they're like on two different like levels of how important it is yeah. to rescue the others
1: so good yeah <laughs> (laughs) Oh, another thing I wanted to touch on, too, is that, like, you can never tell what time period this is taking place. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely as a a, uh, style in and of itself. Yeah. Like, you don't see, like, any, like, current technology in it. There's no cell phones in it. Yeah. And it it looks like it's kind of like a 60s kind of vibe with the clothing style and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then there's some points where, like, You see, like, military people, and they're, like, decked out in full, like, modern military Mm -hmm. gear and stuff like that. And that's another part that I was like, is David influencing what we're seeing of, like, what things actually look like? Yeah. That was a really cool aspect of it, too.
2: Well, I think of it as how would... I, I'm gonna be truthful. I never read any of the Legion parts of X Men comics, mm. but if you like look at sets from like comics, I think they're a little bit simpler, you know, for the background stuff because that's not what's necessarily important. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole another world, you know, X Men obviously universe. So it's taking you in there, and it's yeah. not getting you too upset about what you're seeing or not seeing because it's all just part of what you're now accustomed to Mm -hmm. as this world. Yeah. And so anything kind of goes and they could have their liberties with it.
1: Yeah. I had, I heard a few things um, on some other like reviews of it that they're like, well, the X-Men was created in the sixties. So they're like, maybe that's why they gave it like a weird kind of sixties vibe. And then that also helps it be like a lot more colorful and Mm -hmm. stuff too. Mm -hmm. And then there's another reason. And now it's completely escaping me. But I always kind of felt like the compound that they're on kind of like cuts itself off from the
0: rest of the world. Mm. And she's been kind of on this. And uh, Jean Smart's character, like the older woman. Yeah. Melanie. Like, she's, yeah, Melanie. She's been kind of on this quest to try and like find her husband for so long that she's kind of developed this like kind of like preserved time, kind of keep it up with this yeah.
1: with this uh, world. Right. Yeah. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's I I just find it like another quirk of this like show that yeah. definitely helps it. The,
0: like the oh, just
1: the cinematography alone in this
0: mm-hmm. is just fucking crazy. Yeah, like they'll just like for no reason at all they'll just go into letterbox like yeah. They'll just, like yeah, sink yeah. into letterbox and pull out these like crazy epic
1: scenes and yeah. you're like,
0: what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, it it definitely was shot insanely, like like just well and intelligent and f- just like fun, like for like a really complex heavy subject matter. Yeah. this is exactly what it needed mm-hmm. is to give it some sort of levity. Yeah, and it definitely worked, like especially this, with like just random dance numbers. Kind of, I know. Like here this show does not care about like
0: being weird like it'll just be like oh let's do like a really cool sexy dance number with Aubrey Plaza yeah for no reason and you're like well, I'm not complaining yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah <Know> like, it. <laughs> and it's like yeah for what she is at that moment it totally works <laughs> yeah. like she's in her element like she is comfortable doing whatever she feels like if she wants to do a fucking full-out dance number she is more than welcome to because she yeah. has all
1: the control in the world mm-hmm. yeah even in the first episode they do uh, one that's in like the psych ward or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When a bunch of inmates and David are dancing and do like a whole dance number two and I'm like yeah. I also love this. Yeah. <laughs> this is really I great. Not upset. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, but I love that I love that
0: episode where it's like all of them in that psych ward because they have all that stuff for like even when people are like trying to do stuff that's like kind of like outside the boundaries of what they're trying to do like they always have those eyes show up. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, oh fuck! Like they're constantly being watched. Like they yeah. keep keep reminding you, or it's like, okay, let's be careful and sneak and do this, and then it's like, bah! like eyes, like oh <laughs>
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you have any more notes on there?
2: Oh no, I think we covered a lot of it. I'm glad. Like <laughs> one of my favorite things is where they were just like. F you, Dr. Kissinger. <laughs> not important of character. We're not going to save you, you jerkwad. <laughs> Leave you in yeah. this weird dungeon where, yeah, yeah. honestly, that dungeon would have got me the struggle blight, the not, no area to lay down or stand because it's on a slope. Yep. Ugh. That is torture at the max. Oh, which yeah, Which yeah. I was like, yes. People are hurting in here. <laughs> I
1: thought that's the exact same thing because they'll just play, like, random, like, tone and they don't play like a and they have like that weird strobe that's never the same. Mm-hmm. So you can't like just count it or just have some sort of normalcy yeah. or whatever. And it is just a room with like a slanted wall which you can't get comfortable at yeah. all. Like it's, I thought it about is all designed that. Designed to make you insane. Yeah. <laughs> it really is.
2: Another thing I was curious about is how many of the characters in David's life that aren't in there anymore did he actually kill? In some way or another. You got mm. the psychologist, Dr. Poole. His mom and dad, his adoptive mom and dad. Where did they go? Mm-hmm. There's some characters missing here.
1: Yeah. And what, mm.
2: how do they, they account for them gone?
1: Yeah, did they touch on Nope. his mom and dad?
2: Nope. And the sister's still involved, so either she doesn't know if this is the case. Or it's something different. But um, I was interested because, you know, you see David burglarize that. Yeah. And you do see... Dr. Poole with massive blood loss in his head area. Yeah. Did he interrupt? And then David killed him and you just glossed over that part or are we going to get to it later? Yeah, because
0: that was one of the memories that kind of like... Flashed out Yeah, that kind of got... Yeah, like kind of got edited when uh, they were trying to find out what was going on. And then, Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff was really cool. Like it just... Like a big part of the show just kind of felt like a mystery that you're trying to piece together with like random surveillance footage. Like yeah. it's all like... We can pull together all your memories, but then there's, like, certain things cut out. So then then they actually have to go to the scene and, like, find out, like, why was this cut out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, piece together what happened based on what happened before and what happened directly after. And that was just, that was really fucking cool, too.
2: Yeah. I liked Patolomey's character as well. Even though he focuses on his backstory some, but it's not even clear on his, you know, exactly what happened with his mom yeah so that's all a mystery as well and but how he deals with his um talent of being able to remember everything is pretty neat and how they apply that to helping others like there's Mm
0: -hmm. that one scene at the beginning of that one episode where it's like uh where like the shadow king's playing therapist Mm -hmm. and she's just going through everyone like having them like tell certain aspects of their life and i was i was fascinated just watching all of that yeah 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 yeah
2: really explaining why the rest of the whole series has happened so far that if it went that way, they could have completely swapped it around. Yeah, and it, yeah, could have yeah. been that. it made it very believable that yeah. they could have just been fucking with you the whole time. I know.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh my god, he just totally trolled a whole bunch of comic book people by being like, <laughs> it's about Leech. No, it's not. It's about a bunch of crazy people.
3: <laughs> gotcha.
1: So, what was the deal with, the like, the guy with the fro and the crazy eye? Like, what what could he do? Well, I know he worked with the, uh, the
0: Division 3 or whatever they were. Yeah. Division 6.
1: Yeah, and it looked like he was, like, a right-hand man, but, like, I never, like, really understood, like... I figured he is a mutant.
2: He is. Yeah. They explained a little bit that he's a mutant, but he actually has some very bad mental defects of his own where he likes to hurt people and so he realized that he could hurt more people by joining the enemy and using and would they would allow him to use his powers as he saw fit which was to create harm in others which is how when they went into the mental institute he ends up targeting Carrie, and, of course, the Shadow King is like, well, that's good fun yeah, yeah. on your way, sir, and she ends up having a really bad time at his expense. Oh,
0: yeah. God, when he fucking bites it, the way he bites yeah. it. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. my God. fine. Real satisfying.
2: <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> but I don't I, understand why the other guy, the burn victim, oh, the yeah, vision, yeah. ends up wearing his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's not going to need these anymore when <laughs> I put on this... This yeah, raspberry yeah. suit <laughs> in contact. So I,
3: I look like the like whole like burn
0: victim thing, though, because he was such a like a minor character because he was only in that first episode. So he's a, such an afterthought. And then they do that whole thing where they Touching go through backstory. his entire backstory where you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I feel terrible for this guy. Yeah. He's just,
2: you know, a like, super cool yeah. dad yeah. loving, you know, another guy, having yeah. a kid yeah. together. Like it
0: almost kind of like makes you like go back and think about the whole series up to that point where you're like, are you guys really justified for all this shit you did? Like you ruined this person's life.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: The, there's two sides of that coin for certain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The guy with the crazy eye and like the curly hair, or whatever, I kept calling him Dr. Steve Brule. <laughs> yeah <what? laughs> from Tim and Eric. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So every time he did anything, I was just like, for your health and I just kept saying to Chelsea and she was like had no reference to what I was saying whatsoever. God. But I was just getting a kick out of it. Oh, so good. And I then I can only imagine John C. Riley as him. <laughs> Man. So it was pretty great. He was too busy making Kong Skull Island good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's a big job. Yeah, that was yeah. a big job. Yeah. It was a, it was, he had the whole thing on his shoulders, so that was good. <laughs> but yeah, I've got really nothing else to say about Legion, yeah. rather than, like, it was very good. Yeah. Uh,
0: The way it ended leading into a second season... uh. What do you
1: how do you feel going into a second season, Troy? I feel good going and into a second season. Um I like that now the Shadow King is inhabiting a different body and yeah. it, and it's Jermaine Clement, so I'm yeah. glad to see yeah. him back, so I'm super mm-hmm. pumped about that. Like I was kind of confused at like the little stinger ending that they had yeah. about like how he just got absorbed in this little mm-hmm. Drone kind of thing, and then yeah. it flew away. I read, I, two,
0: like... I read two theories on that. Like one was just like, oh, maybe it's like Division Six or whatever doing it. But I no, one that I read that I thought was really cool was I brought up earlier that uh, one of the theories was that Mojo was the was the main villain, oh. ended up being the Shadow King. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that because like in the comics, Mojo was like this character that uh, will capture mutants and then like kind of like pit them against each other in, like these. Like, Mortal Kombat scenarios where they, like, kind of, like, broadcast it to these, this other dimension where it's, like, a reality show, kind of. Yeah. And it feels like because it, like, comes up and, like, scans him and then zaps him in, like, it seems like they're just capturing him as a mutant to be put on this, like, pedestal, on this uh, broadcast that, like, yeah.
1: Mojo would be running. That seems really
2: plausible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Before, like, I know we talked about Mojo, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, and that was before I saw this. And, like, I don't like Mojo, like, as a character. I think it's yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah. But I think he would fit. He would fit yes. in this show. Yeah. yeah. Like Some
2: weird kind of almost off.
1: Yeah. Not Except quite I,
2: certain of his identity yeah, type I, of seal.
1: I think he looked, like, from the books, like, I, they could change it completely. But he mm-hmm. would look kind of like the Shadow King. You yeah. know, from, like, inside his mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, like, heap of mashed potatoes. Yeah. With <laughs> little legs on it. Yeah. So... Like, maybe they would change it up or whatever, which is fine. But, um, but yeah, I think it would completely fit this show and, like, how quirky and obscure it is. Mm-hmm. And then that would almost, like, make it a for-sure thing for a season three. Right. Because I could totally deal with that mojo thing for eight episodes in season two. Yeah. And then go back to Shadow King for season three so they don't have it back-to-back. Oh, yeah. It so. would make
2: sense, too, if the Shadow King, is obviously, that is kind of injured mentally. Yeah. Getting out of David and popping himself into Oliver. Yeah. Yeah to regroup and yeah. strengthen. Yeah. It's like on. another
0: mind that, that the shadow King has to absorb and kind
1: of yeah. find and, its way through. And his mind's already kind of broken. Cause he was a living alone for mm-hmm. like 20 yeah. something mm-hmm. years. So he even, he forgot like a, yeah. a ton of stuff. I
0: know which oh my, it, Kind of hit me when it like got to that point where it's like, oh, now I know who you are, and then, then he gets absorbed by the shadow kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shadow Like he kind of like everything kind of like came to him, and then it's like, nope, now you're back to being a slave. <laughs>
2: Can we speak yeah. about how cool that generator room is with the staircase. What <laughs> God, is that? So much. Yeah.
0: I'm
2: like, everything is <laughs> so
0: spread out. I'm like, this
2: gotta be from the '70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved
0: it. Or
1: like the coffee maker that talks to you, which is yeah.
2: Oliver's voice. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's like,
1: would you like to hear another story? <laughs> yes, I would. Thank you. <laughs> I would not be.
0: Le- I would not leave that coffee maker at all. No. Yeah. Even the elevator
1: has his voice. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, going down. <laughs> You've Jermaine reached your more floor. Of this than
2: you would even imagine.
1: And then, because I didn't know that, I guess Jermaine was in this at all. And then Chelsea's like, that sounds like Jermaine's voice as the elevator. And I'm like, no. And then he was in like episode yeah. four, like randomly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit, Jermaine is in this. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This cast this cast is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. M- really great. Well cast. played FX. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well played.
1: Love it. Well, if we were give it to uh gonna give it a grade, uh, recap IMDB eight point seven, Rotten Tomatoes ninety percent. What would you give this grade? Letter grade. It's got to be different. <laughs> man,
0: I'm going to go. This is probably like my favorite series of the year so far. I'm totally going. I'm going A+. Holy high marks for yes. JT3K. Yes. Go on.
2: I would say A- just because I wanted more than eight episodes. I wanted more in one season. I, I think the eight is just a tease. Even though <laughs> I like how it went and where it went in the season, I get it. Uh-huh. But, man, I want more. And
3: I, feel I want like it now. I I'm... feel like
1: the eight episodes was a good, strong amount. Yeah. Because there's so much on TV right now mm-hmm. that, like, I think people appreciate that's like, oh, it's only eight episodes? Hell yeah, I'll yeah. watch eight episodes. But I get what you're saying. It Typical was good. Typical my yeah. shows
2: that I generally am into are yeah. about 16 episodes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I have... I'm... Yeah. Wanting a little bit more.
0: Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for a TV show that knows when it's told its story and when to back off. Yeah. That's true. And I I think, even though they could have done more, I feel they did enough where it's like, I'm like
1: salivating for another season. Right, so. yeah, yeah. It leaves you wanting more, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm going to give this a solid A. There were a few episodes I felt like di- like, I really liked episode one, and I felt like two and three were like, now we need to actually dip in and kind of tell you where the story's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I felt like those dipped a little bit, but then it got stronger as it went on and definitely just was solid mm-hmm. in the last five episodes, which I watched all of yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that, get you a taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a solid day, and I'm looking forward to a season two and forward as we uh, move on. Yes, Most definitely. Well, everybody, that was Legion. Is there anything else that you've been into? And I'm gonna start over here.
0: Strack.
2: Nothing I'd want to admit to on air.
1: <laughs> okay, oh. very good. Now you just right. want to
0: make now you just make me want to probe to what you are into. <laughs> a lady
2: never tells. Oh,
1: uh, what a lady. It's gotta be porn. <laughs> what a lady. <laughs> it's gotta be porn. JT, what have you been into this last week? Well, uh, as
0: brought up before, watch the season seven. Finale of, uh, Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Finish it all the way through. Um, yeah, there was a lot of nothing that happened this entire season. <laughs> like, there were moments where I was like, I'm into it! And then they just go back to doing nothing. Ugh. And I feel like, like, they have a little bit more to work with because they, they are split off now into the three different communities, or the four different communities, if, if you, uh, include the Sanctuary with uh yeah with Alexandria and uh Hilltop and uh Kingdom and Sanctuary like um but, but from that angle like they cuz they do the same thing they did with like the other seasons where they kind of like split off into groups and like right. every episode is very centric on a certain group in a certain area so it makes more sense that they would do the, that kind of stuff but then they'll just have episodes where they're showing a group, but they're not doing anything. So it's like, so why are you even having this episode? Yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. do sixteen episodes. Just do like fucking ten. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like it's just.
1: I, I was know. thinking they would have done that a while ago because with actors' salaries increasing, yeah, they would want to conserve money, so they would mm-hmm. like do just ten episodes and like, yeah. like so they don't have to pay the actors as much, you know? Yeah, but. They haven't done that. But the unions now. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but there are
0: elements that they add to this that aren't in the book that I'm, I actually really like. Like, they do a really cool thing with Eugene where throughout the whole series, he's just kind of made fun of and being, like, kind of uh, thrown to the side because he can't really contribute in terms of, like, killing zombies and stuff. But then he, like, finds his way into the sanctuary and then... Uh, like, Negan's, like, the one person that pulls him aside, and he was like, okay, uh, figure out a solution to this problem. And he does, mm-hmm. and he makes himself useful, and he's like, I know Negan's a son of a bitch, but he's actually giving me something to do, and I actually <laughs> feel useful here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, you're given that sense where it's like, every, when everyone kind of saw him as not having any value whatsoever, Negan did, and even though he's an asshole, like, he feels he part of a group. a purpose. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. part of a group. So then, every time like they get in, they fucking come across Eugene. They're just like, "You fucking traitor!" But it's like, "Fuck, man, he's doing something. Yeah. Like he's actually <laughs> being, he's actually feeling useful." Yeah. So like, I love that they, they, they that that's like, the element of this show. But then there's so much stuff in there where they don't do
1: anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I fell off like a couple seasons ago. Which yeah. Is, like, I can only, I can only take so much mm-hmm. before it's like, at I really and need sleep. Yeah I,
2: I, and sleep. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just, I need more. I need more yeah. to happen. Like, I don't mind like a drawn out, like story if it's like a character study or something, but yeah. it's not like we get what these characters are at this point. Yeah. Like, you, I need something more to develop in a season. You yeah. can't just sit around for five episodes yeah. and then have a gripping mid-season finale.
0: I know there's like legit episodes where it's just somebody doing. There's just like two guys doing a mission to get guns, and then that's it. Yeah, like you don't know, you don't learn anything new about them. It's just, oh fuck, we're going through this pond where a zombie's coming up to us with a melting face, and that that's the big struggle throughout the whole episode. You're like, so what did I learn? What did I why do I care about this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I I spent a week waiting for this one episode for you to tell me absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's too bad. But like I said there's there's cool stuff in there. It's just there's not enough to justify wanting to actually
1: continue. Um you don't have to spoil like the finale or anything. I I don't uh I think it might have been already spoiled for me, but I've already forgotten cuz like I don't Really? They,
0: yeah, there is, like, a big character death in it, but there's, like, a thing where they, they like, built up to it, like, over the last two or three episodes to the point where it was, like,
1: it wasn't even a big surprise when that character did die. Oh. I, I And I'm not even talking about, like, a character death or anything like that, but did it, like, set up anything for the next season?
0: Well, yeah, like, they did have, like, the first major battle of the war between, like, Negan and, like, the rest of the... of the communities yeah so then like the next like the next season is probably going to be the main chunk of that war mm. so it's like that'll be cool but then even the same sense it's like are you gonna do it or are you just gonna do a bunch of like pussyfooting bullshit where you're just like well the war's going on but we're gonna follow this one group that's going
1: out to gather supplies yeah <laughs> and they don't get to the war till the end of season eight probably <laughs> Fuck, fuck that yeah so I don't know. We'll anyway. see.
0: We'll okay. See. We'll see. Also, uh, finished another finale that happened this week. Big Little Lies on HBO, mm. which was actually a very good show. I highly recommend it. I didn't know. I guess you were watching
1: it. Yeah. Not that I, I, brought it know here, I brought it up here. I brought it up here when
0: I first started watching. But me and Molly were super into it, and yeah, it's really good. Like I, Nicole Kidman needs to fucking win an Emmy for this fucking show. Really? Cuz she is amazing in it. Cuz she basically plays like a wife who is in like a very abusive relationship with her husband and there's like like in the tail end of the of the of the show like she has these really awesome fucking scenes with a marriage uh therapist uh-huh. who just kind of like puts it all together and she's like, "Well, I want to do one-on-one sessions with you." And it's just they'll have long drawn out like 10 minute scenes where it's just those two talking and it's like so enthralling to like actually put together like what a fucking, what someone in an abusive relationship goes through and then like how they can actually justify still staying in it too. Right. Right. Like it's actually really, it's really interesting to watch. All right. Cause you do see it through her eyes and you do see like, I mean, he does seem like a nice guy until he gets into that state of mind where you're like, fuck, like (laughs) (laughs) like, you don't like you're, you're torn onto what she should do. Sure. And it's, ah, it's so good. And then the way the show ends after all the things they go through, they have a scene where everything in the show comes to a head and it's so satisfying how it ends. All right. Right on. Like, it's really good. I highly recommend big little lies. HBO. On right? HBO, yes. I see that? On HBO. And uh, also saw the. They released the season three premiere of Rick and Morty. Yes. Did so you watch I, it? I did. I, uh, nice. I, I watched it before I came over just so I could talk about
1: it. Sweet, because I have that in what and, I watched. Uh,
0: too. It's so Rick and Morty.
1: It's fantastic. Yes. I fucking love it. Uh, the Council of Ricks? Yes. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> The whole th- Like, I fucking just love the beginning of it. Because, okay, this was like, I guess, an April Fool's joke? Yeah. Of, like, uh... What was it? Cartoon Network or something like that? Yeah. Or they're like... Or it was a April Fool's joke of Adult Swim, where they just streamed the first episode of season three, episode well, one. Well, they treated
0: it, like it like it was like, oh, we're going to play the first
1: episode of Rick and Morty. Like, bullshit! no like, oh, they did. Yeah, they did! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you can find it on the internet wherever now, but, like, it's, it's really, it's really good. Oh, like, yeah. Just as good as every, like, Rick and Morty's so great.
0: I know. It's so, it, it just juggles just that, it juggles, like, comedy and just dark, like, depressing <laughs> subject <laughs> yeah. matter. Yeah. All together, like, so, like, nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Like even the shit that Rick makes up
1: is like super fucking sad, <laughs> and he says like nope, it was bullshit. <laughs> You're like goddamn. <laughs> and I was I was talking to you about this the other day where they bring up the Szechuan sauce from Mulan when <laughs> yes. when you know when Mulan came out and like they had the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's for the chicken oh, nuggets yeah. or whatever. Yep. They bring that up in there like two or three times, and I'm like. <laughs> if this show brings a Szechuan <laughs> sauce back, it's done amazing work because I really think that it yeah. possibly could. Uh, it possibly The first thing they do, is, like, Rick just goes back to a memory in
0: 1998.
1: So he could get the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so good. And they even bring up again, like how, uh, that they're like the, the Rick and Morty aren't, Living in like the original world anymore, they call back to like season two. Yeah, or... the end of it where like all those aliens took over the world. Yeah, they go back to that Cronenberg verse for like a minute yeah. or whatever, and we're like, yeah, <laughs> yes, this was the right. ori- this was the original the the because like Morty takes his sister back there or whatever. It's like this was the original world and like the, right. the everyone died. And we had to just jump ship or whatever, and like it that's was right. That so was the original. That was
0: his original world. They just had to find one that was close enough. Yeah. So
1: I love it like, that like they, Ugh. they are like establishing, like that was real continuity. And it's like, it just wasn't like a one-off Simpsons episode yeah. where it's back to normal at the end oh, or whatever. So yeah. Cause I had to dig up the old dead Rick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I found it on Facebook of all places. So you can yeah, find it. I just,
0: I looked at it on YouTube and like watched it on my PlayStation before I came over. Yeah, it's,
1: it's good. Check it out. Yeah.
2: I have actually never watched Rick and Morty. Oh my it's god! Really, Which it's seems so good. like it'd be something right up my alley. Oh, dude, it's, it's
1: fantastic. It's really mm-hmm. good. Like, I didn't want to watch it because there's some people that like would recommend it to me, and I was like,
2: Yeah, those people. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you guys talk about. it. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I it am is.
1: On board. It's yeah. the one of the only cartoons that even Chelsea is like. I love Rick and Morty. Yeah. Like, she will watch it like anytime it's on.
0: And it it gets so <laughs> and it gets and like, so yeah, fucking dark. Be- it gets so fucking dark because they'll just do stuff where they like everything. Everything's just seems so lighthearted and funny, and then they just throw in one thing at the very end where it's it turns everything that you watch that you were laughing at into such a dark fucking thing. Where like you feel like a piece of shit now. <laughs> yeah,
2: I am so on board with this. It's now. It is so it's good. good.
1: It's so I'm good. I'm going
2: to get by it tomorrow. Yeah,
1: it's it's really good. You should. Um. Also, uh, did you have anything else, JT? Um. That's it. I also had the Rick and Morty, and then I had WrestleMania. Was this last weekend? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we went to go catch it at MindFrame Theaters, yep. showing it for free. By the way, nice. yes, yes, nice. it was pretty great. The network had a little bit of hiccups here and there, as Man. it always does. Uh, it, it 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 caught on for all after that though. Yeah, but uh, WrestleMania was pretty good. I wonder, yeah. it was
0: the best one? I think no.
1: But, uh, I did
0: catch the Raw and the SmackDown after Mania. And? It was good. They shake it up? Yeah. Uh, I think on Raw they added the Revival. And... I want to say they added somebody else. I uh, SmackDown added a lot more people, actually. Because they added Ty Dillinger, um, Emma, uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura
1: I saw. That, SmackDown. I saw that Shinsuke went down over to SmackDown. Um... Yeah, is good. And I love that just Mindframe put it on, too. Because it, yeah. it was great just to be in a theater, <laughs> to watch it on the big screen. Yeah. If it would have ran seamlessly, it would have been even greater. Because also, we would have gotten out of there a little earlier, too. Oh, my
0: God. It was like, what, like 11.30 by the time we got out of that <sighs> fucking wow. place? God,
1: it was so late. I know. It was so late.
0: And I, I got home and... Like I was like the whole time, like Molly was just like, I'm just gonna stay home because I know like what's gonna happen. is we're gonna be there forever, and we're not gonna get home till like after midnight. Like no, it gets over by ten most of the time. Yeah, strolling at twelve thirty. Like <laughs> <laughs> shit, fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. A win for you. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: I'll let will let you have this one. <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. I, I liked it. Hopefully, and they the guy there also like uh, said that. They want to try to do it on the like the big four pay per views of the year, so like WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble. I'm trying
0: to get caught back up with watching WWE because. Like, Molly usually leaves for work, like, an hour before I do, so then I can just kind of, like, put it on and be like, okay, now I'm getting caught back up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I only go pay-per-view to pay-per-view anyway, but, like, it's really good. Did you end up seeing um, the TakeOver show that was Saturday? No, I need to get, I need to finally watch that. Yeah, I might sit down and watch that. But I've heard that's really good. Yeah, me too. Um, Other than wrestling, I also am into this, well, I'm not quite sure if I'm into it yet, but I started listening to S-Town, Have you heard about this, JT? No. It's, like, from uh, This American Life, and it's, like, from Serial, and it's, like, kind of like a spinoff podcast. Yeah. Where they, uh, I guess this guy from, like, Arkansas or Alabama or whatever, like, just kept emailing this guy that works with that crew, like, This American Life and Mm -hmm. stuff for, like, a year. And so the guy finally responded to his email because he was emailing about this murder that I guess was covered up by the town that he lives in. And the S town stands for shit town. Yeah. And so he goes down to investigate this murder and finds out that the murder was just fabricated by, like, the small town. <laughs> and, like, because somebody just said, like, oh, yeah, this guy beat this guy to death. And so the whole town, like, ran with it. And it <laughs> was totally made up. And that's just the first two episodes of this. Mm-hmm. Because once it's just, like, this was, like, well, that's it. Like. That was all it was. Mm -hmm. And, like, the guy that was emailing was like, oh, that's it, huh? Well, that's kind of a bummer. The end of episode two just changes it completely, (laughs) turns it on its head, and, like, then it's totally a different story from here on out. Yeah. And, like, now I'm into that. And, like, after episode three, where they kind of get into the twist at the end of two, like, it's kind of taken a down note and it's kind of somber. Yeah. Yeah. Because at f- first it's kind of like upbeat, and the guy that you're like listening to is like a really peppy Southern accent, and he like speaks this crazy shit, mm-hmm. and you're like, this guy is really fun to listen to. But he's not in like episode three or four, which yeah. I've listened to, and it's like, oh man, this is kind. I need a, like a little pep now. You know what Where I mean? Where's the
2: colonel? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and so it's like, oh man, but it's only seven episodes. And so it's a short, it, yeah. and I've tried to see, I didn't have it, not that it's like a spoiler or anything, mm-hmm. but I've tried to ask us other people on Twitter, like, if it ends like Serial does, where it never has any re- resolution, really. It's just like, well, that was a story I told you, like, yeah. it's still like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, no, it, it, not really. Like, it kind of does, but it, it's a little better than that. Yeah. Like, okay. So I'm going to stick it out, and I'll let you know when I get done with it in maybe next episode or so, if I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a good possibility
0: you won't be here.
1: <laughs> so we'll see. But, yeah, I'm checking out S-Town also. But Uh-oh. that's that's it. But, oh, if we're going to bring up
0: podcasts, I am starting to really get into the dollop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's basically two guys. It's a podcast with, like, two guys. Like, one guy does takes, like, an, an event from uh, – usually American history and just studies the fuck out of it. Like actually gets like very reliable sources and digs up as much information on it as he can and just reads this report that he does to a friend of his who's a comedian Mm -hmm. and they just rip apart like this usually very crazy event from American (laughs) history. And it's super fascinating. Yeah. And also hilarious because they have like such a good rapport with each other. Yeah. Like, I it's probably my favorite podcast I listen to right now.
1: Yeah, I remember, like, a couple of weeks ago, they mentioned it on a... Well, they they were on the Crack Podcast yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and I never heard about it up until then. Yeah, that was then, where I discovered them. And then you said, yeah, I've been checking it out, it's really great, and then we were going to WrestleMania, and you pitched it to me. It's like, yeah, they did this, this, and this. I'm like, I downloaded it immediately on my yeah. thing. I haven't listened to any episodes yet, because I just haven't been able to listen to a lot, but yeah. I'm interested to listen like, to they'll some do, of stuff. They
0: do so many different things. Like, they'll do something very... like. Like they'll go from like a story that's like very uh, like changes the history of America altogether, and they'll do like something as small as like some dude who was just fascinating. Like, (laughs) like back to back, they did like a guy. They did like the history of Georgia and how they tried to establish themselves as a as a non-slave state in Uh like the South. And how it just backfired because people love slaves. <laughs> 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 to like the last one they just did with like a guy who was who came up as like this guy who uh, wanted to be like a basically like a monk, and then just decided he wanted to just go out and steal people's identities. <laughs> so like he stole people's identities to the point where he was a doctor on a on like a fishing boat or like a very on, like a large like ship. And like had to like perform like surgeries and like oh, Jesus. with no experience whatsoever. <laughs> like it was like super fascinating. You so don't need like, this. Yeah, I mean, you're good. Like what all the these random. This? Yeah, I but know. it was like back like in like the like the early nineteenth century or like the early twentieth uh, century where it was like yeah, that's pretty much what surgery was was like amputations and shit. Yeah. So it was like I don't know. It was like really fast. Fascin- like. Everything they do is fascinating, and they're just hilarious together, so I fucking love the dollop. Yeah.
1: And it's got, like, over 250 episodes at this point, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a huge backlog. Mm -hmm. Because they do it bi-weekly, so they're, like, two episodes a week.
2: I need to get those internets. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Not to, like, add any more to this, but, like, did you listen to the last Cracked podcast? No, I haven't yet. It's actually really good. It's, like, a longer episode, but they talk about, like... This being two small town dudes, like... Yeah. They talk about, like, how living in a small town actually is. Yeah. And stuff like that. And they go... And, like, not a lot what they said is really relative to the area we live in. Yeah. It was, like, a little more southern. But Mm -hmm. it still is in Illinois where we are. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, oh, this is... Some of this is, like, kind of true. And I take a little bit of this. But, like, the two... One of the two main uh, people in it were from, like, a lower income like part of a small town and shows like how, what they actually had to do. And it was back in like the seventies where there wasn't even like really cable TV or anything. And like a lot of it still rings true of what people in small towns still do today for fun or oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, I really like that. And they, um, Jack O'Brien, the editor in chief says like, that was kind of like a pitch what they were doing for like a new show that they may be spinning off. Yeah. And I wonder if it's going to be something like that. And yeah. I'd be really interested to see what they do. Oh Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all. Right. On. Nice. Yeah. Cracked podcast. And the dollar. <sighs> cracked mm. is yeah, cracked is so fucking good. It is good. Uh, but anyway, uh, if people want to get in on this podcast and tell you how they like it, where can they do that, JT? Well, they can find me
0: at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for Everyone on Instagram, and you know what?
1: Because I barely use it, Snapchat. <laughs> Awesome Strat, could they find you on social media anywhere?
2: The Facebook
1: to Facebook.
2: Yep. Gotta get those internets before I go all crazy. <laughs>
0: this
2: is a before theme for she me. Gets,
1: Yeah. Before she gets the social medias, she needs the internets. <laughs> um, you Small can find... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can find me at tour of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter and not only on Twitter, but Facebook and SoundCloud and every platform, else. Everything. It's all homogenized to the same URL. Look it up. Uh, Yeah. You can find us at, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all of the podcast apps out there. You be, should be able to find us because they have search algorithms if you're smart. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Review, review pod, everything. Oh, if you have something to say that maybe more than 140 characters, we can do that also at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. But that's it. That's it. That's the show. Next week. Still up in the air. Maybe a baby. Still up, up in the week.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Either if if Troy is
0: as still is still not a father yet yeah. then we we will be yeah. dis- we will be diving into the new Netflix release The Discovery the one we've been talking about with Jason Siegel, Yep, Rooney Mara about people that
1: Discovered discover the afterlife. afterlife
0: and then the mass suicide that follows <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be it's going to be a real smile bringer But if Troy's a father, it's going to be me and Dinosaur Neil reviewing the smash hit, Get Out. Yes. Still.
1: Still. Still relevant.
0: Still relevant. <laughs> Please stay relevant.
1: <laughs> Just, Just one a- more week, damn <laughs> it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Otherwise, you may be up a creek <laughs> if I'm still not a father next week. Yeah. There you go. But there you go. That's Thanks the for show. having me, guys. You're very welcome. Hey,
0: you are...
1: Come Try not on. to make it three years before you're on again. I'd yeah, I would appreciate it. Damn well, it. I guess we could extend an olive branch more <laughs> often. I am <laughs> at home, literally,
2: with no internet, and you know this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, shit. Well, that's the show, everybody. Join us next time where we do one of those two things. One of those two, or
0: (laughs) I do one of those two things for sure. You
1: got me there. (laughs) But until next time, I've been short of the max extreme. I'm JT3K. And for Awesome Strack, we are off.